graphic nature of this program. Listener discretion is advised. The Woody Show. This is The Woody Show. Insensitivity training for a politically correct world. Class is now in session. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Woody. Good morning, Woody. Today is Tuesday, July 21st, 2020. Hello and welcome to The Woody Show. My name is Woody. That is Ravy. Good morning, Woody. There's uh, Greg Gorey. What is up, Woody? Menace is our social media director. You what can is find up? Us and follow us at The Woody Show on Instagram and Twitter or on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Woody Show. We've got Seabass. We've got Fake News. Cameron. Good morning, Woody. We've got Bort and Nick Soundwave. They're in the production studio doing what they do with audio and things. The audio magicians. Audio yeah, and things. Really. It up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Randy doing uh, whatever he does. Randy? <laughs> Randy. Randy. Yeah. Being Randy. Phones are open at 1-800-782-7987. You can send us a text over to 22987. Uh, so we have some stuff coming up for you today, including a guest on the show, someone that we're very excited to have on because for the longest time he wouldn't come on. And it's because he had a loyalty to one of our competitors, but they're no longer on the air. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, today on the show, Adam Carolla will be joining us. Adam's awesome. Uh, And he's got a new book that's right up our alley for a show that's insensitivity training for a politically correct world. His book is called I'm Your Emotional Support Animal, Mm -hmm. Navigating Our All-Woke, No-Joke Culture. I can't wait to read it. Yeah. I already already made it through a couple of chapters on the audio book. I've stopped kidding myself. Yeah. Thinking I'm going to read stuff. Okay, so you didn't read any chapters. You listened to some chapters. I made it through two mm. chapters, I said. Mm-hmm. That's legally the same. Yeah. Also, Tale from the Vault highlights from A Bachelorette and Too Many Fish since uh, The Bachelor and those guys are going through their vault. We're yep. digging deep mm-hmm. into ours. Plus, brand new redneck news. Rave's going to tell us what's on the radar. Gregory with the trending news headlines. All that and more this morning here on The Woody Show. Yesterday was a uh, very exciting day for me personally, a homecoming of sorts. Uh, We got to announce that the next city that has decided to join fun is the city of Philadelphia. So great. So starting on Monday, August 3rd, The Woody Show will be on the air Monday through Friday in Morning Drive on Alt 104.5 in the great city of Philadelphia. So again, if you know anybody there, obviously I do, my Mm -hmm. mom, my sisters, my brother, Mm -hmm bunch of friends and things like that, but uh, I'm going to be letting everybody that I know oh, completely. Uh, I'll make them aware of what's sure. going on. And then if you know anybody there, we would really appreciate it. Just tell them about The Woody Show. Alt 104.5 mm-hmm. is the station Bread where The, the Woody Show is going to be. Yeah, Bread the Word. Yeah, right? please. That's the station The Woody Show will be airing on in the morning starting on Monday, August the 3rd. So we're very excited about that. This one has been a long time coming. Oh, for sure. I and know, you know who is most psyched, and we're going to talk to them all about it, is our friend Jim Donovan. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> from our, CBS3 Television yep. in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Our legal Philly friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. we said that there was going to be a hostile takeover at some mm-hmm. point, and while it wasn't hostile, it uh, it sure took a while. But yep. Yeah. Yeah, so starting Monday, August 3rd, The Woody Show comes to Philadelphia yeah. on Alt 104.5. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting for everybody. Yes. Sure. But especially for me, it was cool being able to call my mom who lives in the area and tell her that she's going to be able to, and I don't want her necessarily to 
Listen to the show. Uh, <laughs> I totally get it. Yeah, <laughs> earmuffs. Totally mom. get it. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean that was that was a cool thing to be able to call her and tell her that we're going to be on in the area. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I awesome. had something here for Ravy. It's okay. another shark story. Let's hear it. What? This one's out of Australia. Yeah. Where this ten-year-old kid was on a boat fishing with his dad when a shark came up and pulled the kid out of the friggin' boat. Oh Whoa. no! Yeah, the dad what? immediately jumped in to save him, which he was able to do. Uh, the kid is, as they say, at hospital. Oh at my hospital. God. In stable condition. Now he's got cuts to his arm, chest, and his head, but they think he's going to be okay. Uh, Australia, by the way, one of the world's <sighs> highest number of shark attacks. Uh, there have already been five deaths Jeez. from shark attacks there oh so God. far this year. Oh, f- got a lot of great Hell whites no. over mm-hmm. there. Yeah. yeah. Come to Australia. Great whites love it. Yeah. See, stories like this make me not believe anything the shark experts say. Why? Oh, at all. Yeah, oh, if you're in the water, don't thrash, or they don't want to eat you. It's a mistake. Meanwhile, it's jumping out of the ocean into a boat to yeah. get a kid. Yeah. So screw you <laughs> and your kiss, fake right? facts. It was about really sharks. hungry. Oh my sharks god. Sharks were not targeting the kid. There's oh no really? Kind of looks well, that way. What do you mean it wasn't? <laughs> when targeting. it comes out of the water, yeah, they breach. Like, sharks are breachers. Maybe it just breached, landed there accidentally. No, yeah. it oh, breached no and then out of no. the corner of its eye saw the kid. It's like right. a dog jumping up on the table to get a piece of meat. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it is it not. Is. Yes, it is. It totally is. Look, I bet that kid still loves sharks. I still love them. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg. Yeah. We all know how fascinated you are with death. Yes. <laughs> so here Loves you go. It. According to a recent study, your hearing is the last sense to go before you die. No. So apparently in your final hours, we enter a period of unresponsiveness during which, you know, no longer respond to your yeah. environment. Yeah. And up until now, experts weren't sure if unresponsive patients were aware of, you know, the touch, the words of their loved ones, but they believe that people are still aware of touch and sound. Really? So according to reports about near-death experiences, it's pretty common to hear uh, noises or actually hearing yourself being pronounced dead. Yeah. Oh, crap. Medical workers also say that some unresponsive patients groan or make small facial movements (gasps) in response to hearing a familiar voice. Well, terrible. I was in the room with my father when he died, Uh and he was just kind of hanging on, hanging on. It happened on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. And my brother and his family were at my sister-in-law's and they were trying to get back. Mm-hmm. And so my brother was on the phone and we held it up to my dad and my brother was like, look, we'll look after mom. We'll take care of her. Uh-huh. She's going to be okay. I uh-huh. promise you. Mm-hmm. And then my dad died like within the hour wow. after that phone wow. call, after like, I don't know, hearing my brother's voice or whatever, yeah. just promising yeah. that my mom was going to be okay. Yeah, because I assume that was probably my dad's biggest concern. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's got to be weird though. Like if you can hear and then they pronounce you dead, horrible, and then all the people talking about you and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. I'm kind of thinking about like if you cut a chicken's head off or you cut a snake's head off. If it's just nerves. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but but you know your brain's still there. So like yeah, you're technically dead, I guess, but you could still hear. So does this mean when they pronounce me dead, I'll be able to hear Ravy say? Oh, you will hear. Yeah, <laughs> I think it would be you fight. Also, with the, like this COVID stuff, I think it'd be super sad when people they have to pretty much die alone, and then and yeah, all they hear yeah. is and like then, hospital yeah. staff and, and then the machines. Yeah, yeah and then the doctors just move on to the next person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that would suck. Uh, Cameron, yeah, he's going through a bunch of different life moments. Mm-hmm. Like for example, uh, he's been working on getting out of debt with the financial stuff, yeah. like the right. student loans and whatnot. He's getting married. Mm-hmm. He's got a goal to buy a house and things like that. He's a big yeah. boy. So this is for you, Cameron. New okay. survey asking people to name the top moments 
that they're excited for or remember being excited for. And the top answers depend on how old you are. So they define Gen Z as 18 to 23, millennials 24 to 39, mm-hmm. Gen Xers 40 to 55, and baby boomers 56 and above. Okay. okay. So the top life moments for Gen Z, again, it's 18 to 23, it's a three-way tie between traveling to new places, buying a house, and finishing school. All right. All right. Okay. So, I mean, buying a house before you're 23, that's not, pretty young. That's, uh, not, uh, that not bad. Be, it's pretty ambitious. Pretty awesome. Well, depending yeah. on where you live. Like, I watched that show. It's called Hometown uh-huh. on HGTV. Yeah, I've gotten into it. I hated it first. Now I like it. And they're in Mississippi, uh-huh. Laurel, Mississippi. And you get people that say, oh, my all-in budget's 95000 That's to buy a house uh-huh. and do remodeling. Oh, wow. Oh. Everything. That rules. Yeah, that's their yeah. all-in price. Oh, awesome. yeah. I guess it depends on where you live. Jeez. But you're also probably making less, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would think so, yeah. But it still looks yeah. awesome. Uh, for millennials, paper. this is you, Cameron. Uh-huh. The top three are having kids. Nope. Buying a house and traveling. Okay. For Gen X, having kids, getting married, and buying a house. It's more traditional, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then for baby boomers, having kids, getting married, watching your grandkids grow up, uh, boomers were also the only ones who put retirement in their top five. Yeah. Okay. Which rip. <laughs> <laughs> that would be exciting. Where, yeah, yeah. Where every day is Saturday. Oh my That's God. That's way more exciting than kids. Uh, although well, grandkids, although it depends on when you retire, you know, a lot of people that are retiring, you know, cause 60, 65 is not what it used to be. Right. You know, mm-hmm. used to oh, be yeah. ancient at True. that age. And now like people are living better they at that keep age. working. Yeah, so they they retire and then they're bored, bored AF. AF. Mm-hmm. My yeah. dad fully retired at like 76, 77. Wow. And he couldn't stand the couple months that he was semi-retired. <laughs> yeah. So he went right back to work. Really? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my my father-in-law forced himself just to figure out how to like it. Wow. He thought about going back to work and he couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah, some people like, like Tony Whipping Boy, his dad retired and then couldn't take it anymore and yeah. he got a job. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll be that way. No, me neither. I think I'll be okay. Yeah, I'll force myself <laughs> yeah. to get into it. As right. long as I'm like good problem to have. constantly doing something. Just doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'll be okay. And uh, here I got something for you too, Menace. All right. This has to do with texting. Okay. A study found that if you have really long thumbs, you might be worse at texting than the average person. <laughs> uh, I can imagine. Researchers tracked how fast people could hit targets on a smartphone and how many mistakes they made. And they found that how fat your thumbs are doesn't matter much, but people with long thumbs tend to be worse at it. So Makes 12% of the mistakes made in the study had to do with uh, thumb length, specifically thumbs that were (laughs) too long to reach certain parts Mm -hmm. of the screen quickly. Now, Now, it matters most when you're trying to touch something at the bottom of the screen. Long thumb people... Uh, can't really reach that spot as easily, which seems like that wouldn't make much sense. Mm-hmm. Right, it's because bending is harder, yeah. probably. Or maybe uh, just hold the phone higher in your hand. Yeah. Or just get a larger phone. And Well, and they say buying a bigger phone might not fix it. The study found it won't necessarily solve anything because of how we hold our phones. That plays a big part, so Greg's more on the money with that one. But people with long thumbs just have a disadvantage in general. Have you but seen you know that? what they say, big thumb, big penis. So. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that guy <laughs> online that's super viral? His Thumb. I think we even talked about him. His thumb. He has one thumb that's like six inches long. Oh, gross. it's insane. Gross. Yeah, just the one thumb. Yeah, just oh. one thumb. Look it up. Good. Super long thumb guy. I super. will not be looking that up. <laughs> oh, I'm looking it up. Yeah, that's he's super weird. viral. Like, oh, everywhere. that's gross. <laughs> Google it. Yeah, is yeah. that real? Yeah, it is oh real. Yeah, it's legit. There's oh, a ton of videos. Yeah, gross. bizarre. 
Google. He's probably good at hitchhiking, though. Super <laughs> long thumb guy. But, but also, if you Greg, have a long thumb, if you had a thumb like that, you never wear gloves, right? Probably. You probably yeah, could. You show it off to everybody. Yeah, yeah you couldn't. That's <laughs> weird. Raven, do you find that sexy? I do not. <laughs> oh. Imagine what you could do with that. Uh, no. Nope. Nope. I will not. A lot of experimentation. <laughs> That's right. A lot yeah, of baby. It. Show me that thumb. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at the way she's squirming over there. She loves it. I do mm. not. <laughs> Stop it. Insensitivity training for a politically correct world. The Woody Show. This is The Woody Show. It is The Woody Show. It's Tuesday morning. July the 21st, 2020. And we out here. We're into another new hour of insensitivity training for a politically correct world. I'm Woody. That's Ravy. Hello there. There's uh, Greg Gore. Good morning, Woody. Menace is here. What is that, Woody? Social media director. Find and follow us at The Woody Show on Instagram and Twitter or on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Woody Show. There's uh, C Bass hey. right there. We got fake news. Cameron. Good morning. Bort and Nick Soundwave. They are in the production studio. We got Randy here and the phone's open. Randall. 1-800-782-7987. You can also send us a text over to 22987 or yappa with us. Just go to messagewoody.com. Yes, Menace. And make sure you, uh, for our new listeners, on our Woody Show Instagram page, there is a contact button, and you can use that button to call the studio if you can't write down the number or remember it. It's very difficult. It's Some people, there. memory of a goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're getting a new phone number here very, very soon. Boy, what's the update on that? I thought it was supposed to be here already, no? That's what we were told. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. It's going to be a brand new phone number. It's going to be super easy to remember. Very yeah, easy. But either way, you can you can still use the uh, the Instagram thing. Yeah, schedule out on social media as well, but we've been waiting on that new number. Uh, Adam Carolla's on the show this hour. Choo, choo, choo. Yes. The ace man himself. He's got a uh, new book, and I got it on audiobook because I don't want to read it. <laughs> I just stopped kidding myself. Yeah. Buying books. Yeah, come on. Yeah, taking up space. Yeah, what sure. is this, the 1800s? Uh, and the thing is, I, I, like, I really want to, you know, I really want to read yeah. them. I'm interested to hear what they say. Right. You know, but, uh, I, you know, I, I'm just stopped buying the books yeah. in physical form. I've, and now it's audiobook, but it's called I'm Your Emotional Support Animal, Navigating Our All-Woke, No-Joke Culture. So yeah. we'll talk to him about that. I've never read a book or listened to a book on tape. Does it sound like a podcast? Um... No, it sounds like somebody reading to you. <laughs> That's it. It's it like also, story time. It also depends yeah. on the book. Yeah, yeah, like Adam's very good um, when he's doing is this because like, he's reading the book, but he's also uh, riffing. Yeah, he's, he's riffing and you know yeah, he's so just like cool. yeah he's filling in some space. Like almost like a podcast. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Adam Carolla is on the show for us this hour. Greg's got the trending news headlines, but uh, I want to start with this because the police they've been monitoring the ongoing protests in Portland, Oregon. Mm -hmm. For the Woody shows, uh, proud to be heard weekdays, by the way, on Alt One Hundred Two Three. Hello. But they quite weren't ready for Naked Athena. I don't know if you uh, saw yeah. anything about this yeah. chick. I saw the still shot. The videos on her uh, webpage right now, thewoodyshow.com. But anyway, that's the nickname given to this unidentified chick who confronted the cops wearing a face mask and nothing else. We're talking like mm -hmm. boobs, ass, and vag yep. all on display. <laughs> vag is out? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And on the ground. Look at that, Rich. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's Yoga like at the gynecologist. Yeah, not she just sure out. She sure is. On yeah. display. Mm -hmm. She's Woo. sitting in a crosswalk. I... I'll be honest, I want to sniff the crosswalk. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she's sitting there, and she's sitting straight up, but she's got her legs spread with a hand on each knee, mm. just 
showing off. Yoga moves. Yeah, but uh, she struck a series of yoga and ballet poses. Oh, so, so Portland. So it's not about her at all. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. Completely uh, about her. I mean, her. she's wearing a face mask. So. Yeah. It seemed to work. They left after about 10 minutes of naked Athena's arrival, you know? <laughs> if she was uh, showing her face, I would say, yeah, it's all about her, but no face. Fun fact, Portland has some of the nation's most lenient laws on public nudity. They recognize it as a legitimate form of political protest. Because okay, that'll show them. Yeah. Here's another one, Rave, on the like, where she's just standing there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If she wants to do naked lotus yeah. and naked tree, <laughs> I'm fine. I disagree with, it. with your cause. Here's my vagina. Yeah. Yeah. It's yoga. Now I haven't seen her face. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean she's in good shape. Yeah, it's she's a very late, good shape. Latest yeah. post at the woodyshow.com. Not the typical it. person you see getting naked mm-hmm. these things. Exactly. Yeah, you know, we saying the people saggy. that get naked are the ones you don't want to see naked. Oh, gross. But uh you know, from what we can see here, yeah, it looks okay. Yeah. If you have any more footage, you can send it over. And I want a face yeah, photo. I'll be happy to take a look at it. <laughs> see what's going well, on. Some trimming downstairs. All right, trending news headlines. What's happening out there, Greg? Well, this story's been all over the place out of North Brunswick Township, New Jersey. That's where a man dressed as a FedEx driver went to the home of a prominent judge, shot and killed her 20-year-old son, injured her lawyer husband. The judge is Esther Salas. She was in the basement at the time of the shooting. And meanwhile, the shooter, who was just identified a few hours ago by the FBI, identified as Roy Den Hollander. He was a lawyer who once argued a case before Salas. Uh, He went to Liberty, New York, turned the gun on himself, so he has been confirmed dead. No, they confirmed. Uh, Judge Esther well, Salas. It's part of a... Like Epstein? Yeah. Well, yeah. Just like him? Well, Jeez. no, they, apparently he did shoot himself. Uh, the judge in the case, she had some pretty high-profile cases. Apparently, she was always a little concerned about safety issues. Friends and neighbors say they were extremely good-natured and that they would do anything for anyone. I have a friend whose dad is a judge, and on their driver's license, they have fake addresses and everything. So I'm surprised yeah. that this lawyer even knew how to find mm. their residence. Yeah. Because they did go through great lengths to protect your your address. Yeah, my uncle's a judge, and uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, they have all the, and he's a judge in New Jersey. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, there's a bunch of different. He's, you know, constantly there was a rock or a brick. We, I think we had him on the air to talk about it, didn't we? There was a yeah. brick thrown oh, through right. the window yeah. of his office. Yeah, yeah. 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 you know, not, so not his house, but uh, yeah, right. people get crazy, man. It's so scary. Yeah, and the, so the kid just answered the door. Guy oh, shoots him. Awful. Tries awful. to kill the husband. So sad. Terrible. Uh, Also terrible. Don't blame the messenger, but not sure if you're familiar with the New York tech entrepreneur who was murdered, decapitated, and dismembered. The tech CEO was 33-year-old Fahim Saleh. His personal assistant, 21-year-old Tyrese Haspel, he's the suspect in his murder. He was jailed over the weekend without bail. Surveillance video has recently surfaced of Tyrese going into a hardware store and buying a saw and some cleaning supplies. Yeah, like an electrical saw. Pretty incriminating. Wow. Uh, Those things were found near Soleil's dismembered body. And there's also surveillance video from Soleil's apartment building where he can be seen being followed into an elevator, getting knocked down with a stun gun. So his assistant is the main suspect. The motive, according to detectives... Looks like it's connected to text messages that were recovered in which Fahim Saleh accused Tyrese Haspel of stealing tens of thousands of dollars from him. So perhaps that's the motive. Uh, That startup company, by the way, was a motorcycle ride sharing app. See, that's the thing. People are always worried about the unknown. Whereas like you hear stories all the time. Like if you're going to get murdered, it's going to be somebody that you know. Right. Yeah. 
You know, it's not just going to be like some rando thing. You know, it's like... So be scared of the people you know. Yeah. Right. There was a video. Be nice to the people you know. There was a video that popped up in my timeline recently of David Spade, and he was talking about how his assistant, like, he was sleeping, and he woke up, and his assistant was at the end of his bed. Yeah. Creepy. uh, Started beating the crap out of him. Well, this story, when it first broke last week, the the details of the case said um, they suspect a homicide. Well, I don't think he dismembered himself. No, probably not. Right. Probably no. Yeah, I suspect this might be foul play. Yeah, maybe. Now everybody's seen the pictures in the video of Mark and Patricia McCloskey. They're the couple in St. Louis who went in their front yard brandishing guns during that civil rights demonstration <laughs> that passed yeah. by their mansion. They have now been charged with felony unlawful use wow, of a felony. weapon. Felony, yeah. Damn. And for displaying those weapons, they could also get slapped with the charge of fourth degree assault. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. The governor's going to pardon them. The governor says he's standing by, ready mm. to pardon if the they get charged. Fourth yeah. degree assault. What's, this, what's fourth uh, degree yeah. anything? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How do you get yeah. that far down? <laughs> so up next, they're going to be in court in the near future. While their attorney is simply saying the charges are disheartening and that no crime has been committed because everybody's entitled to protect their family and their home from potential threats. And look real cool doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah. look, well, they they uh, broke down the gates you know they were trespassing allegedly threatened to set fire to the home yeah but what i like you know so i think as a homeowner you should have the right to stand out you in your front no yard with, with a weapon whatever the weapon may be if you want it to be a bat or i completely agree with you yeah i Menaces think you should be like able to protect shot, you know? their trigger yeah. their trigger uh like abilities and gun handling abilities are terrible well yeah. the, i completely agree you have every right to protect it but apparently patricia mccloskey's finger was over the oh, trigger apparently, look which at is it. a big it's right on no, the no. trigger and pointed at people right yeah. they say if you don't point a gun at someone else you're gonna shoot i it. can't right. believe that thing didn't go off especially with finger on and, trigger. as she's waving it she's like it's like she's passing her husband's oh, passing through the line of fire also i mean they both <laughs> look ridiculous yeah. but i got no problem with what they did i agree if people break down the gates or whatever i yeah, agree they're lucky yeah, they didn't get shot Totally. Yeah. You know, totally. as far as I'm concerned. And Missouri's got castle law. It's not like Texas where somebody just walks on your property. Like in, in Missouri, <laughs> right. they have to cross the threshold of your home mm-hmm. okay. unwelcomed, and then you can blast them. Right. I believe in Texas is, did you look at me wrong law? Yeah. 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 Did you blink? It's like if you watch somebody in Texas breaking into your neighbor's house, you could shoot them. That's right. Yep. There was audio of that at one point, yep. too. Mm-hmm. How's this for a punishment, though? Don't do your homework. Go to jail. <laughs> it's kind of what happened in Pontiac, Michigan, where this 15-year-old girl, identified by a fake name of Grace, she's being held at Children's Village, which sounds fun, but it's actually a juvenile detention center. Uh, she's there children's for a village. children's village. Ooh, sounds like a toy store from the 80s. <laughs> uh, it's like a children's palace. Right. right. Now, she's inside Children's Village for assaulting her mother and a few other charges. Oh, no. But she was up for release recently, and the judge in the case denied that release because Grace has not been doing her homework. Uh, Grace says it's been hard to keep up with schoolwork during the pandemic, and the judge says she understands that, but Children's Village has great resources, and by staying, she can continue her schoolwork and break the cycle of domestic violence and whatever other bad behavior she was involved in. Yeah, You're on probation. They have very, I think, uh, low standards for what they need you to do. Do your homework. Do your it's got to be pretty easy during a pandemic. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Right. You're at this Especially children's inside palace. children's village. <laughs> yeah. Children's village. Yeah. Right. Uh, the judge said the court does have the right to detain her over not doing the homework. So in children's village, she stays. Yep. Also, uh, federal lawsuit 
filed against Whole Foods with current and former employees saying they were banned from wearing Black Lives Matter face masks while on the job. So according to the lawsuit, Whole Foods would discipline, intimidate, even retaliate against workers who wore them. That sounds all, like Whole Foods. All the it while, sure does. management stressed that there's a company dress code which prohibits any visible slogans or go. messages or logos <laughs> or advertising. Or go get a job that that is the, the, you know, the uniform. Yeah. Right. But... In the lawsuit, they say, but you allowed rainbow flags. Oh, no. good point. See, slippery slope. Yeah, slippery slope. Slippery slope. There are 14 plaintiffs, and they say that they want compensatory damages, but of course, and money as well. And that's what's happening, Woody. All right, thank you very much, Greg Gorey. Adam Carolla joins us next on The Woody Show. Hang on. We're back. This is The Woody Show. It is The Woody Show. It is Tuesday morning, and man, am I psyched. For this particular guest, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Adam Carolla to the show. Dude, this yeah. is a long time coming. It is. You know, I've had uh, Adam before on the show uh, in other jobs that I've had, mm-hmm. but uh, but never at this one. Adam, welcome. Thank you for being on. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And I really think like this book that uh, we're going to talk about today, your new book, couldn't be any more perfect for our show, like the uh, slogan or whatever you want to call it for our show, insensitivity training for a politically correct world. And, uh, you know, obviously your different uh, takes and rants, be it on your podcast or you make television appearances, seem to make their way onto our show from time to time. So we're very much uh, in sync on on what's going on right now. But this book, it's called I'm Your Emotional Support Animal, Navigating Our All-Woke, No-Joke Culture. And uh, it's out now, not just in, uh, in hardcover, but... I've stopped joking and, you know, <laughs> kidding myself into thinking that I'm actually going to read anything. So I got the audio book and uh, I'm, oh, making it, I'm making it through it that way. And I, I like it because it's literally in your voice. I mean, you so you are uh, you are reading this when you wrote the book. I mean, obviously, we all know what's going on. But uh, what what pushed you over the edge to finally write the book? Well, you know, I wrote probably four books in five years. And I, I wrote uh, in 50 years will all be chicks like 10 years ago. <laughs> uh-huh. Most of that stuff turned out to be true in about six years. But yeah. I did four and five years and then I just kind of burnt out. And I just said, you know, I'm just going to take a break. And I just stopped writing books. And then they stopped asking for me to write books. So it was a perfect relationship of no books and nobody wanted any books. And I just stewed in my own juices for like five years. And then I thought, now it's time to write a book and the kind of book I want to write. And it just felt like the right time to do it. So it was completely organic. I tell you what, man, the whole purchase was worth it for me just from the introduction alone. Like I didn't even make it to chapter one yet. And just from the introduction, which uh, he made very clear is not like a disclosure of any kind. It's not a, what's the word I'm looking for, Adam? It's not a, uh, the preface, the preface. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just, yes. just go right into it because you're right. I mean, it's it's really weird how things have all of a sudden changed. I like the one point that you made about like how is it that all these people manage to travel all the time without having an emotional support donkey, right? Or, or even a, even a cat or a dog. And now all of a sudden, so like what happened in that time, which yeah. he gets into in the book. I got tired of everyone giving their opinion and then having to explain at the beginning. Like, do we have to really? point out the ultra obvious that no one, you know, that you're not a racist or you're not a pedophile or you're not for innocent black people to be killed by police. Like we don't have to start every conversation with that. I think it's a given that if you're on this planet 
and it's 2020 and you pay your taxes and you raise your family, you're a decent person who can weigh in now with opinions. But we don't have to preface everything with you're not homophobic or you're yeah. not yeah. whatever. It's kind of weird, right? Well, even like the Philadelphia Eagles, when they had to uh, reprimand Deshaun Jackson for the yeah. anti-Semitic stuff, like they had this big thing about how this is not representative of the organization, and we've talked to Deshaun, and Deshaun's willing to the X, Y, and Z. At the very end, this is not to take away from the great work that's being done for Black Lives Matter. It's like, this is that has nothing <laughs> to do. Two separate right. things. It's two right. separate situations. Yeah, I, I completely agree. You get your car lubed and the guy doesn't put the filler cap on the crankcase on right. And you go, hey, you screwed it on wrong. But that is in no way an indictment of Black Lives Matter. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. You're redheaded and your name Russ. But I, I still feel, I, yeah, I, get it. I, know. I get it. It doesn't have to be woven into every conversation. There are so many people that are so consumed with about what other people think about them. They're so worried they're that they're going to get labeled as a homophobe or a racist or you know, whatever. Whereas you are definitely in a unique position. And I give you a lot of credit, man. I mean, you were doing the radio thing for forever, just regular terrestrial radio. And then when that came to an end, started the podcast, which has been wildly successful. And you've obviously had all sorts of other things, films and books and TV shows and things like that. But you don't really seem to, to have to answer to anybody. And so that's like the ultimate position to be in because you can sit exactly. there and you can have your opinion and not worry about what You're anybody has the, to say. Not on the come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's better than, you know, most people's situations. It's sad that it's even a thing, you know. 2020, we're talking about, hey, you're lucky. You get to say what you're thinking. <laughs> well, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a crazy. Good point. <laughs> that is true. I mean, sounds, sounds a little Orwellian, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> it does. I feel bad for all the other comedians and hosts and personalities you don't get to say what they want to say <laughs> what country we live in is? that's a great point i understand what you're saying like from a political standpoint people just want to label you as one party or the other and everything is always so divisive based on it's a very big identity politics uh world that we're living in right now whereas there are people who are more independent thinkers like i consider myself to be i'm for the best idea party you know i'm for like if you got a good idea on how to solve this problem i'm for that but then I'm also for this over here. It's like a la carte politics. But people want to label you depending on what the opinion is of uh, being a Republican or being a Democrat. But, you know, Adam, is a you're a libertarian, right? Uh, yes. I would like to shrink the government. It doesn't seem like they're doing a good job. <laughs> well, it, it's weird because it's like the same group, in this case, the Democrats, that never stops talking about systemic racism and how the schools are failing and everything's failing, like ever, all the big and the poverty and everything. Their thing is, is we need more of the thing that's failing. Like we need more government to fix the problem that government never fixes, which doesn't seem to make sense to me. You know, like the school systems are failing, so we need more school you know we, yeah. We yeah. <laughs> it's like wait a minute i think those guys are effing up royally uh-huh. yeah i don't know if we need more i think we need different i think i'm looking for some alternatives well the answer is always more government, more and, government and more of our money yeah they just that's always the answer well why is that i you know what i don't get why is that so attractive to 
half the country, like Americans. You know what I mean? Like when a politician gets up there and just starts talking about taking more money and fixing things that we know will never get fixed, mm-hmm. why is that attractive? You know what I mean? To, to an American. See, I equate it with, uh, you know, while I like the idea of being able to like build my own deck and do man stuff like that and fix my own car, the kind of stuff that you do a lot, I like when somebody comes over and says, I can do this for you and it's going to be X number of dollars, you know, like, uh, cause that to me means that, uh, like I don't have total confidence that I'd be able to do this. And so I'm going to pay somebody else who I feel can do a better job. But I think the disconnect is people think that when the government does something, the only reason the government has money is because we give it to them. Right. You know, they don't make like, anything. Yeah, they don't yeah. make anything. It's not right. like they, yeah, they don't build computers and then people buy computers. No, they, they get money because people pay their taxes. You know, but the idea, I think the disconnect is these people think that the government's good at doing anything. And I ask, have you been, exactly. to, the, have you been to the DMV? <laughs> and yeah. that's why Adam's yeah. question is good. Well, how is that attractive? Because when you interject more government, it's less efficient and more expensive. Yeah. Private sector, always more efficient and less expensive. Like, if you want to know how inept the government is, I was trying to get my license renewed in uh, Los Angeles for six months. But, of course, everything was backed up and right. you couldn't do it online and the computers were down. And they made an appointment a year ago for me to go to the DMV. And at the end... It came time to pay them their, you know, 71 bucks or whatever I owed them. And I pulled my, my wallet out and they're like, oh, it's cash or a check. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I got a credit card. And they're like, yeah, we don't do credit cards. And I'm like, I don't have a checkbook. With yeah. me. And they're like, are you going to bring my checkbook with me anywhere? <laughs> What's the last time you brought your checkbook with yeah. you? Right. What year is this? Chinese yeah. food. <laughs> or, or, or yeah. went to the Home Depot. And I don't even have one. Supply with. So they said, we don't do credit cards, but we do, we do have a pilot program where we're testing it out. How mm. <laughs> oh, innovative. They haven't perfected the technology yet. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. This was 2019, and they were exploring using credit cards. Oh, my God. Exploring it. Yeah. Okay, what else do you need to know? Do you need to know anything else? Yeah. yeah. What else do you need to know about the government? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sending wow. stimulus checks to, yeah. uh, to dead people. Yeah. And, yeah. and meanwhile, there are people who are very much alive, and they can't get one. What if there was competition for the DMV? That would rule. Do you, yeah. they, do you think that the MV would be taking credit cards? <laughs> yeah. They'd have Apple Pay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, we got right. Adam Carolla on the phone. His new book's called I'm Your Emotional Support Animal, Navigating Our All-Woke, No-Joke Culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, out now, hardcover, audiobook, of course, and then uh, Kindle. And, of course, the Adam Carolla Show, available wherever you get podcasts. And uh, we're going to have some more with Adam coming up after the break. It is The Woody Show. We're back to The Woody Show. All right, welcome back to the Woody Show. We got Adam Carolla, the Ace Man. Yeah, is uh, on the phone with us. It's weird, man. I think you're like one of the first people that we've actually talked to on the phone in a while. I know a lot of people have been doing like Zoom. I know like your podcast because you've had all the different people working with you on the podcast, buzzing in from everywhere. It sucks with the internet, though. Yeah, it's tough. So I'd almost rather the phone. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, I, I I kind of agree. I, I I agree. I feel like the phone is is better. More solid connection. Uh huh. Yeah, it, it is, and it it always it always sucks when the internet's starting to get wanky. And and I agree. On the other hand, 
I kind of feel that the same way, you know, I'm flying from LA to Chicago and they announced there's a 20 minute delay and everyone goes like, Oh my God, this is devastating. And I'm like, <laughs> You get to go to Chicago in four hours. You know? <laughs> yeah. you get halfway to Chicago, you'd have to eat the donkey you're riding on. <laughs> you just find you in the desert. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I can't complain that much. Uh, well, the Adam Carolla podcast, the Adam Carolla show, you can find wherever you get your podcast, but also live shows. And I know I've seen like on your Twitter, you're actually going places. And it's funny because you'll announce that you're going to a town or whatever, and people want to jump on you. But if the opportunity is there and people are willing to go, shouldn't they be allowed to go? Like, shouldn't you be allowed to go and, and make a living? I don't know. My thing is like, they asked me to come. And so I'm coming to do shows. Like, I don't know what the politics of it are. I'm not that interested in the politics. Yeah. Uh, if, if you don't want to go to the show, then, then don't go to the show. If, you know, if I think it's too dangerous to fly, then, then I won't fly. I've already done shows in Houston. I've done shows in uh, Nashville. Like, I don't know. I just don't care. I, I'm not that interested in whatever life CNN is attempting to create for me. I'm not participating in it. Now, are you are you wearing a mask? If I'm going into the, a store, I put the mask on. When I take right. my dog for a walk, I don't I don't put a mask on because I live in a pretty rural area, yeah. right? And there's nobody around, and it's like you know you see someone go by on a mountain bike or something, but it's like no, I'm not going to put a mask on to walk my dog. There's nobody around. Yeah, same like out where I live. I, I will judge people like if I see somebody like obviously you go into a store, you wear the mask. But if I see people like riding a bike or walking their dog and they got a mask on, I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. Like there's right. nobody else out there. Oh, come like on. that seems crazy. But if you're gonna be within six feet of other people, then of course you wear the mask. It's weird how the mask has become a political statement. Big time. I like the people that are driving alone in their car wearing <laughs> <it>. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's like what well, uh, what a plus. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I you know, my thing is my thing is like we've all agreed to wear masks inside the home depot then so be it but when i'm in my car with my kids going to work walking my dog in my studio no i don't wear a mask i, I wear a mask on the plane because right. they make you wear a mask on the plane yep. and i'm not that dude who wants to argue about everything all the time but the second they leave and the second I get to my hotel or the second I get up on stage or whatever it is, then the mask comes off. Yeah. That's common mm -hmm. sense stuff. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. Now, how are you and Jimmy uh, navigating? It's been such a divisive time, you know, and you guys are, I don't want to say on the, on the opposite ends of the spectrum politically or, you know, uh, with your ideas, but I mean, you guys are super tight, obviously. So friendship obviously overcomes uh, a lot of the differences of opinion, right? Yeah, I, I think it always should. I mean, sadly, it now doesn't. But, you know, friendship should trump, pardon the pun, trump. I mean, yeah. and, and and everything else. These are friends, especially family. I mean, a lot of people aren't welcome on Thanksgiving. And, yeah, and right. Like that. I, I mean, it's, it's grandiose to think that somehow politics should be more important than relationships, mm -hmm. friendships, and, and family. And the politics stuff, it's fleeting. It changes. It, it, you know, this guy's gone, that guy's dead, this person's in, that person's out. And then it just cycles again, you know? And, and, and meanwhile, the friendships, the family, the community, that all remains. 
you know, and this, this notion that the politicians are going to do, you know, what are you going to do for me? Or like, I'm a single mom. How are you going to help? <laughs> They're not going to do anything for you. And you should understand that you're on your own. They're not going to do anything for you. And by the way, the, as I hold my finger up in quotes, the community, the black community, the Asian community, the brown community, the Jewish community, they're not going to do anything ever either. You're going to do something for yourself or you're not. It's such a sucker's bet getting drawn into this community or this politician or this business. You're always disappointed. Nothing ever gets fixed. You blink your eyes and 25 years goes by. Right. I knew it with my own mom and dad. I was like, these two idiots aren't going to do anything for me. <laughs> I just went out and did stuff for myself. It was the best lesson I ever learned. I yeah. love that. I just found myself unfollowing a lot of people that I'm still friends with, but it's like when every post Everything. is about politics it's like all right i can't exhausting yeah i can't do it which is why like uh you will uh go off on politics every once in a while but i've really enjoyed your series of tweets about half-ass fix stuff like when they use asphalt to kind of fix a broken curb <laughs> that kind of oh stuff God. or the laziness of replacing a, a manhole cover that has like part of the uh the, like the double line of the road the in it, on it, it yeah. oh, the back yeah, on yeah. straight like how much time would that like my ocd appreciates those posts i notice everything and yeah. it all bothers me <laughs> yes yeah that sounds familiar exactly huh, uh adam carolla is on the phone with us i'm your emotional support animal navigating our all woke no joke culture it is out now hardcover audiobook and kindle uh what else do you want people to know about this book i like i said i got the audiobook i'm making my way through that i'm up to uh i'm up through chapter two which was like the um you know you have to have the obligatory chapter on trump you know, but this book is so much more than all this. It's just basically about how everybody's become pussies. And what are we going to do? About yeah, it? That's, that's about it. Um, <laughs> you know, the book's got a lot of laughs in it. So I, I want people to understand that it's not me just ranting and raving. You know, there's there's a lot of comedy in it. Which Absolutely. Is important that, you know, it's not just like old man Corolla's grumpy and you know, yelling. <laughs> And a stenographer. There's a lot of comedy in it. And so be prepared to laugh, but also be prepared for like a fist pump or a, yeah, or that's what I was thinking. Cause it is all the stuff, the sort of silent majority has been thinking and too scared to express. Well, again, it's available now. The audiobook is great. I, I like the audiobook. Do you care? You don't care one way or the other if people get the actual book or the audiobook, right? Yeah. Well, the, the audiobook ends up with a lot of vamping because <laughs> I end up sort of freestyling because yeah. stuff reminds me of stuff. So I conveniently tell everyone get the hard copy and read it and then get the audiobook because it's different. Yeah, there, there's like just more different yeah. stuff in there. See, I mean, I, I like the audiobook because, you know, I, if you're reading a book, like when I read Howard Stern's book, I can, I can hear it in his voice, yeah. you know, or Charlemagne the God or these other people that I'm interested in. Like if I'm reading Adam's book, I'm hearing it in Adam's voice, whereas like I'm listening to it and not only do you get what's in the book, <laughs> you're getting all these extras. Mm -hmm. I think it's great. It's uh, it's all the stuff that uh, we talk about here on a regular basis. Certainly, I feel like you and I are eye to eye on a lot of different things. And uh, it's nice to have somebody out there who has the balls and doesn't give a crap, you know, and he could just get out there and say, and I know that you said it's it's that's a shame that it has to be that way in right. 2020. But it is. We are appreciative of what you're doing and uh good luck with the book and with the tour and of course the adam carolla show podcast is huge did you see that becoming as big as it's become like when you started it was it just a way to you know keep doing something 
Or did you have this master plan of it was going to be this super huge thing? No, it, it was just a way to do something. I wasn't. I didn't have any any real master plan. I, I never really have had a master plan. I just wanted to just get up and share my opinions and then go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, man, thanks. I'm glad we finally got you on the show. Good luck, like I said, with the book and everything else you got going on. Adam Carolla, everybody. Hey, Adam. Thank you. Thanks for having me, you guys. This is The Woody Show. And ready or not, we're into another new hour of insensitivity training for a politically correct world. It is Tuesday morning, July the 21st, 2020. We have the Woody Show. I'm Woody. That's Raving. Here's uh, Greg Gorey. I'm ready, Woody. Oh, great, Raving. I'm ready. That's great, Greg. Menace is here. He's our social media director. You can find us at the Woody Show on Instagram and Twitter or on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Woody Show. Seabass is here. Oh, yeah. We got uh, fake news. Cameron. Yeah. Phones are open at 1 800 782 7987. That's 1 800 782 7987. You can also send us a text over to 22987. So, uh, The Bachelor and Bachelorette, they can't do new seasons because... (laughs) Awful. They can't do new seasons because of the uh, whole COVID thing. So they're going back into their vault, which means that we're going back into our vault, because normally after Bachelor or Bachelorette, we follow up on Tuesdays with a round of either too many fish or a Bachelorette, either way proving that there are maybe just too many fish out in the sea and that you shouldn't really sweat it because, wow. Yeah, there are are so many people out there that there's there's even these folks out there. Yeah, I, re- I was thinking about the uh, the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. Good, you know. And I'm wondering, like, when you finally <laughs> move on and you find, like, you know, you're the person you're supposed to be with, and mm-hmm. you settle down and you have kids. Like, how do you look your kids in the eye and say, <laughs> "Mommy was on a show with right. a bunch of other whores, bunch of desperate, oh, wow. desperate, yeah. Yeah. wow." What I'm saying, like, same with the guys. Like, you know, like Daddy was on a show with a bunch of other douchebags. You know, and being pathetic, begging for the affection of one person amongst all these other people, like a dog with one stake in the room. Like, how do you look your kids in the eye? Well, and, well and we have somebody that. down the hall in that situation with kids. We should ask. Oh, oh, I didn't even think oh. about that. I oh. take back the whore thing because <laughs> <laughs> I like him. And I, I and wasn't. We even, could ask I was, about her whoreish way. I wasn't even thinking well. about that. <laughs> Okay, but the question remains, like, how do you sit down and talk to your kids about that? Well, I think those I people... I mean, by that time, it's not even going to be a thing. Like, I don't know. I'd be like, what was the yeah, Okay, thank you, Madison. Yeah, but it's not even yeah. going to, like... Forget that question. What do you mean? It's It won't even... I mean, by the time the kids grow up, I, will television even be a thing? Well, their history will still be the same. Yeah, their history is still a history. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think like, it would like, hey. be a big deal. Yeah. I think it would be more embarrassing if you met your spouse on that show where you don't meet before you get married oh uh, yeah the one, the, uh, you meet them, yeah something, something like that, that yeah. how like embarrassing on, would that be if you were on like 90 day fiance like oh, yeah. how do you oh, god <laughs> right well none of those people oh, stick yeah. around this is that's just freak show maybe freak tv show. isn't a thing but the internet's gonna be a thing and yes, that stuff's all gonna be on the internet like parents. the way people meet is gonna change yeah it's like it oh dude has. your mom or your dad or whoever they were on 90 day fiance yeah and a whore how do people i mean how do you how do you even explain like uh 
meeting over apps. See, like, now I feel oh, bad. Yeah. I didn't even think about the dude down the hall. I've known that dude He's for years. Friend. I like him. I know. Yeah, but you think like, oh, your mom was a whore on the app and she was talking to like eight yeah. hundred different guys. Yeah, when you settle you down, know? you're not a cam girl anymore. Like, how do you? <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to well, be way mom different. Mom used to show her vagina for money. <laughs> To people on the internet. I'll well, just pay the rent. Don't have kids and then problem solved. Easy. Boom. It's definitely not going to be like, oh, I met your mom at the grocery store anymore. Or high yeah, school. that's going to be it's a new be... when they reboot How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> right. She's, She's going to be a cam whore. <laughs> a TV show <laughs> yeah. whore. All right, well, uh, time for this week's Tale from the Vault here on The Woody Show. You got to come off in your drawers, baby. Sexy. I like spitting in girls' mouths. So we're going back into our vault. These are uh, people that we have met, different places, different times for a bachelorette and too many fish. And uh, what do we got here, Steve? Asks. Well, let's go with someone who did meet someone in a very old timey fashion. Miranda met a dude on the party line. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow! <laughs> party line. The See? chat line for folks uh-huh. who don't know, there used to be late night TV commercials where it'd be like, "Oh, hey, join us right now at eight 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 Chat Now." On we're the P partying. Line. Yeah. Mm. And then yeah. you call, and I guess I've never—I was never on one, but I guess you go into different rooms, and then there's like four or five people in there, and then you <laughs> can go yeah. meet them in person. Then you party. Give me your phone number. Well, that's what Miranda did, and she turned the chat line into an in-person meetup, and she's going to tell us why. The party line was back in the day. You would just call and say, "Hey, I want to party. Hit me up." <laughs> <laughs> so why did you want to talk to this guy specifically? Because he had lots of drugs. Oh. What kind of drugs did he have? All of my favorite ones, marijuana, molly, ecstasy, I don't know. And so did you meet up with this guy? Absolutely. Was he? What did he look like? Tell folks. Um, he was a white guy with bald hair, uh, blue eyes. <laughs> cute? I don't know. I was high at the time. A uh, white guy with bald, bald hair. Bald hair. Is she Sound familiar, Seabass? <laughs> I mean, I, that doesn't sound familiar to me at all. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Uh, possible sort of a contradiction. So Miranda, he has drugs. She doesn't care what he looks like. Doesn't right. remember what he looks like. What was the meeting like? What happened next? Uh, like we had sex. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds like fun to me. Uh, we drank uh, drank. Uh, Dila, uh, <laughs> wait, <laughs> we drank a bottle of tequila and I can't remember what was left. And then what happened? I just want to lick on your toes. Ah. What did you say to that? Absolutely. Yeah. So you let him lick on your toes? Absolutely. Why wouldn't I? Uh, what did it feel yeah. like? It felt grunterful. There you go, Rafe. It right. felt, felt grunterful. She said grunterful. <laughs> it felt grunterful. <laughs> How I expect it would feel. I just want to lick on your toes. No, 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 no. It's going to be so grunterful. Put your feet in my mouth. That would be... It felt grunterful. Grunterful. See, Ravy, if you just let it happen, you'll feel the gruntifulness yourself. I just want to lick on your toes. And you'd get free drugs. Ravy, you love all those things. Small price to pay for free drugs. Right. Come on, Rave. <laughs> so this is awesome. How did it all end up? What happened next? And then we added a second person and another girl. And yes. then we had a good time. Oh, like a threesome. Yes. Would you like me to take you there? Not right now. Not right now? Are you sure? Because well, I'm working right now. Oh, you're working. I'm sorry. 
Uh, we have a room over there, if that's what you want to do. Well, I appreciate the offer, but it would be unethical for me to interview and then, then have sex with you. Uh, he turned the microphone off. He went right over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's what happened. There's no evidence of that. Is she in drag? Uh, okay. Was she hooking? No, she was just out with partying with a friend, and okay. she, knew, and she yeah. knew what she wanted when she saw it. Well, if he did go to that room afterwards, he would have gotten rolled, probably robbed, oh, for beaten sure. up. Yeah. For no sure. other, no other girls there. Just a bunch of other dudes who would have stolen his wallet and his camera. <laughs> you guys can create whatever fantasies you want. Oh, okay. At the very least, a shot for his STD. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it won't. I think your gun is poking me a little bit. Well, that's because oh. you're rubbing it. You don't have a gun. I'm very bad. All right. So, uh, what's the moral of the story? <laughs> Um, be a good girl and you can get a husband that'll take care of you. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's so this it. one time All this right. guy on a radio show was talking to me, kids. <laughs> yeah. uh. It seems like this lady is really doing for herself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Goes on the chat line, hooks up the guy because he'll give her drugs. Right. I just want to lick on your toes. Yeah. Ugh. Wonderful. Rubbing a gun. <laughs> her party days are not behind her. No. This is a tale from the vault. And I know this is Greg's favorite of all time. This is Courtney. <laughs> she's a, a wonderful lady. She's very wild. And here she's going to introduce herself to all of us. I'm Courtney. I do have a limit. I'm 28 years old. What I'm looking at a man is a man is strong, can protect me, and he cannot be no broke because I can't with no broke. I need six figures before I go home because, you know, a bitch got kids, a bitch got light bills, a bitch got cable, a bitch got habits, a bitch needs shoes, a bitch got shops every day. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Every day yeah. a bitch that's got what, a shop. That's what that's saying. Bitch got needs. Yeah, yeah bitch has light bitch bills. Has lots of needs. Yeah. And what is she bringing to the table? Kids, shoes, light bills, <laughs> daily yeah, shopping. A lot, of, a lot of needs. Yeah. So. That's what she's bringing. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's her? Something tells me a big grocery bill too. How dare you? Uh, yeah. Let's maybe she's bringing a great move for the bedroom. How about that? My big move in the bed is on a wall, upside down. Girl, like you get upside down, like you doing a handstand on the wall, and you have him behind you, and you be riding him. It's good for you or for him? Both of us. How do you like? That seems like it's gonna be like hard to do. Like not when you. She's real flexible. I'm real flexible, baby. I'm a dancer. Man, you're looking getting gassed out. Wow. After just a couple of. I love. I love in the background. Girl. Girl. on it. Menace. As head. As headstand guy. As headstand guy. I just wanna lick on your toes. Why are we going back to that? How hard is it to do sexy stuff while you're doing headstand guy stuff? Not hard at all if you're. You know, a pro at it. Mm. <laughs> Flexible. Yeah, Menace has satisfied many a men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While well on his head. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, Courtney, she sounds like she's a big old time. Like she's done everything. But yeah. is there something? <laughs> she's a big old, a big old time. Old time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is, there, is there something she has yet to do? Hmm. Oh, the thing I have not tried in bed, I would like to try was have a, a fivesome. <laughs> Why not take a whole train period but they all got to have some money oh wait so you wanted to have a train run on you but i'm running the train i'm the leader of this train choo, choo. Yeah. <laughs> choo, choo. Oh, she's so happy i love her courtney's the best courtney rules yeah. <laughs> Wow. 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 See, guys, this is why you. 
<laughs> this is why you need yeah. to go out, study hard, get a good job, because you can't uh, even you can't even get with that. So you get you six can't. figures. Right. Oh, you yeah. can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to stay grinding. Bitch needs all kinds of things. She's got light bills. Bitch got needs. Gucci, Fendi. She's a big old time. God, come with kids. There you go. There's some tail from the vault, everybody. Uh, it's so great. <laughs> it's so it's great. Great. It is the Woody Show. Look who's back in the house. This is the Woody Show. All right, so here's the plan. We're going to be ambitious. I want to get to a lot of stuff between now and the end of the hour. All right. So we're going to do the Redneck News, and Ravy's going to tell us what's on the radar in the world of entertainment and sports. And then uh, today is Fast Food Day. National Fast Food oh, Day. Yeah. Junk Food I, I, Day. It's National Junk Food Oh, Junk Food junk Day. Food. Yeah. Same thing. All encompassing. It's not because... Yeah, but it's food related, so yeah, we're going to cover there it. There you go. Where's yeah, the we're going to cover it. Day. All right, Redneck News first. The Woody Show. If the most math you done ever did is keeping score in a game of darts, that's Redneck News. Woo-hoo! All right, and today's Redneck News is from Minnesota, where we've got a nominee for the Woody Show Parent of the Year. This woman and her son, they were at the Safari North Wildlife Park when somehow her wallet fell into some water. Oh, no. The water it fell into was the alligator pit, which was packed with gators. Oh, boy. Now, I'm not sure what you would do in this situation, but if you're this bitch and your son and you climb the fence into the enclosure and you go after the wallet. (laughs) Oh, no. Now, the kid looks to be about 9 or 10. Oh, okay. boy. And this is all caught on video, by the way. The kid was nowhere near his mom, off by himself, walking around the edge of the gator-infested oh, water. Good. Oh, uh, yeah. She was certainly more concerned with her wall than she was her son being in the alligator pit. Uh, she probably didn't want her meth getting wet, you know? Yeah. yeah. Probably had some of that in there. And there were other parents and kids just sitting there watching the whole damn thing. Here's some audio. Yeah, get out! I don't know how. Don't oh, do that. You could get by in by an alligator. They're swimming. They're swimming away so she can grab her wallet. <laughs> it's your fault for coming in here when I told you not to. Sorry, everybody. It happens. So that's the mom. Oh. It's happens. your fault. I told you not to come in here. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, don't do that. Uh, Uh, Whatever you do. Uh, Long story short, she was able to distract the alligators long enough to reach into the pond and uh, get the wallet, and then they just both climbed back out. Now, the folks at the wildlife park didn't even know about the incident until the video started going viral, but they are not happy, and they're considering pressing charges against the woman, who could also end up being charged for child endangerment. Uh, The park says the fences and the signs are not just for decoration. (laughs) They're there to protect guests and to also protect the animals. All right, look, if they can't keep a nine-year-old out, how do they keep gators in? So that is from (laughs) Minnesota, where a woman at a wildlife park climbed into the gator pit with her son to get her wallet back. And that is today's Redneck News! Yeah, there's video of the whole thing. I saw that Uh video. That kid is right at the edge of the of the water. And I, kept, I just kept waiting for an alligator to come up and grab him. Totally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, let's see what's happening on the radar. The Woody Show. On the radar. On the radar. On the with the with the with the with the radar. On the radar. The latest in entertainment and sports, according to Ravy. That's a very uh, important <laughs> differentiation, according to Ravy. That's right. Well, we're going to start. I put board in here. Yo. 
Good morning, board. Hey, guys. How's it going? Well, the headline was Rey Mysterio lost an eye at WWE's The Horror Show at Extreme Rules. Yeah, allegedly. At the hands of Seth Rollins. It was all over... Like legit news sites, right? Which was shocking. Uh, the entire time I'm like, wait, is are people believing pro wrestling is real now just because they called it the horror show or something? I mean, well, accidents happen. I mean, yeah, and again, legit news sites reporting it, right? But what really happened, Bort? Well, what really happened was that it was a pre-taped pay-per-view, and it was deemed the horror show, so they had or horror aspects to it, right? Mm-hmm. The main event was a cinematic match pre-taped at a swamp. Right? So I really <laughs> don't I really don't think you could take anything too seriously sure, for the sure. pay per view. Sure. So what happened was um Seth Rollins had Rey Mysterio up against a steel plated steps and pushed his face into it, leading to his eye to pop out. Now and also <laughs> had him hurl afterwards. Seth, Seth Rollins puked a yeah. lot. Puked, apparently, yeah. right? You can't fake puke, right? But if you look at the photo of the eye, because they showed the eye for a second, uh-huh. I don't know about you guys, but um, that kind of looks like a little gimmicked uh, prop <laughs> eye to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for, for a company that's saying they're not going for children anymore, right, that, right. that looks a little childish. So, uh, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, you could have got a more realistic looking eye. At least know? some blood or something. Come something. on. What was the barf? <laughs> they just put like soup in their mouth. Yeah, yeah probably like out. like cornmeal or yeah. something like that. Nobody uses Epicac anymore like they should. Yeah, I mean, if you want to see a real wrestler like, get his eye popped out, look up Big Van Vader no. eye pop out. I won't be no. doing that. Right. Big Van Vader? But uh, Rey Mysterio still good and still has both eyeballs. He, he's good. I'm pretty sure this was him being written off. He doesn't have a contract oh. with WWE anymore. He was working on a paper match deal mm-hmm. and this was the way of them saying okay you're done with the company you're gone oh, best really? of luck but in your that future would put endeavors his name out everywhere and you would think it would help him get a deal yeah but he had his eye popped out like oh no oh, you're, he you're can't wrestle now. you can't wrestle he's anymore he's coming back with the iPad right. <laughs> everybody knows that oh this is the Vader yeah footage yeah oh yeah uh, he had oh, to push sorry. it back in oh oh, 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 oh So what do people Google for that? Big Van Vader. Cool. I pop out. Not doing that. That's cool. He's a big fat ass. Hell no. (laughs) Thank you, Board. Thank you for help explaining that. So Ray Mysterio, still good. Still got both eyeballs. There's the Bort report, guys. It was just a big prank. Yeah. Or, you know, just WWE wrestling style. Now, we told you this was going to happen. It did happen yesterday. Warner Brothers pulling Christopher Nolan's tenant back yeah. off the schedule. It's been moved a couple times. The latest date was August 12th. they not even bothering with a new date right now. Just going to wait and yeah. see how yeah, everything shakes out. I was, I was reading out. the blogs, and they're frustrated. They're like, dude, just release it on demand. But, you know, he's all about the theater. Christopher Nolan's a big, yeah. yeah, very into it. But that's been a consideration, too. Cameron and I were like, okay. What are they going to do with Wonder Woman 1984? They got to put it Are they actually going to put it on HBO Max? That cut me up all night. Before it hits theaters, or before it's scheduled for October 2nd. I I say no way. Cameron kind of sees a world where it happens. I feel like it'll be like a year and a half before it hits the theaters because they're not going to be at full capacity for forever. Yeah. That's queen. I don't know. Wait, I, no. So you're saying they put it on demand first where they sell yeah. it and then they put it on HBO Max? Yeah. Probably. Or are you saying so. like just straight up Disney Plus style where they just put it on the Right. The but, you know, Disney Plus didn't pay exorbitant amounts of money for Hamilton. Right. 
you know, they just had a popular have, right? title. They put they put tons of money, millions and millions, well over a hundred million dollars. Yeah, but if into they put Wonder it on Woman demand, 1984. They would make that money. Probably. I mean, I guess so. But it's just weird to think of it a movie that big mm-hmm. being first just on your television. Ravy's an on demand denier. Uh, I'm not an on demand denier. I'm just like Christopher Nolan, pro theatrical experience. The theater. And that's where I want to see it. <laughs> that's not the theater. It's a theatrical movie. Uh, Menace, you loved Nicki Minaj's pregnancy announcement yesterday. Oh, yeah, I was all about it. <laughs> Pragers. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's just one word that just like it's makes a triggering word, like how moist is for yeah. some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pragers. Oh Pragers for Pragers. Menace. I bump. Hate Pragers. The baby bump. Well, she did a baby bump photo shoot and she posted those mm. pics. <laughs> she announced in September 2019 that she was retiring and going to start a family, but then she unretired and released new music. So. We'll see if she declares retirement this time around when she's actually pregnant. So yesterday, the NFL made an offer to players to play no preseason games, which is what the players want. Owners wanted two. So this proposal calls for a longer training camp. And then depending on the results of uh, two. So what they're going to do is coronavirus testing every day for the first two weeks of training camp. And then depending on the results of those two weeks, that will determine the rate of testing moving forward. So the NFLPA is still considering that deal. But I think they'll probably say yes. Uh, I believe that this is uh, crap. Uh, wide receiver Antonio Brown, for, uh, for the third time, uh-huh. mind you, <laughs> announcing his retirement. You can't retire from a job yeah. you don't have. <laughs> well, you can retire from a league. A lot of people have done that without being on a team. But he said he was going to retire when he was fighting with the Raiders about mm-hmm. the helmet. Oh, yeah. said he was just yeah. going to retire. He said he was retiring after the Patriots let him go. And yeah, now he he's saying uh, this time around, uh, sincerely, thank you for everything. Life goes on for 84. Okay. How about that video you were watching? Oh, yeah. He's going to focus on his, uh, his music career. Yeah. Which oh, is cool. uh, supremely terrible. He did a, some video with Rick Ross. And all he <laughs> does for two and a half minutes is, I got a whole lot of money. Whole lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah remember that? And oh yeah, it's good stuff. Money. It's good stuff. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I mean, with the production value we're talking about of the music video, oh, that had to cost a million dollars. Yeah, his money is going to be <laughs> about as much as Wonder Woman. It's going right? to last forever. <laughs> uh, Jets and Giants joining the Eagles. There will be no fans at MetLife Stadium, oh, no. per the governor of New Jersey, Tom Murphy. No outdoor gatherings of over 500 people. Looks like the Blue Jays are going to end up sharing PNC Park in Pittsburgh with the Pirates. Their schedules, nice you know, kind of match up, and the Blue Jays wanted to play in a big league stadium as opposed to Buffalo and uh, their facility in Florida. And Dr. Anthony Fauci is going to throw out the first pitch of the MLB season at the first game on Thursday, Yankees and Nationals. I and- saw some uh, video yesterday. There was a guy doing a cricket match, and I guess uh, he spit on the ball, you know, which I guess oh, is like, wow. you know, common practice before COVID to, you know, whatever, better grip or whatever. I don't know how cricket works to save my life, but uh, all of a sudden they had to Whistle the whole oh, thing. Oh, the whole thing stopped. Yeah, they had to disinfect the ball. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Stop everything, go. Oh, no. Oh, no. Come on. Spit on it. Oh, no. Yeah, can't That's do that. what's on the radar. All right. Thank you very much, Ravy. Take notes. The Woody Show. Today, ladies and gentlemen, is National Junk Food Day. Yay. Let's celebrate. Yay. Where's it at? Dedicated to the foods we like to snack on. This isn't your average cheat day, guys. Today, you can eat junk food for every meal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, junk foods. 
by the definition, high in fats, sugars, salt, and calories. All the good stuff. There's a difference between junk food and fast food. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. This is junk food like chips and cookies Mm. and candy. Yeah, but I mean, fast food is also junk food. No. Sometimes. Okay, but not in this context. Yeah, for right. National Junk Food Day. Mm-hmm. Come on. All right, so uh, here's every state's favorite snack. Candy bars, top the list in 10 states. Uh, Utah, Three Musketeers, New Hampshire, Almond Joy, Tennessee, mm-hmm. Baby Ruth, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. Crunch Bars, Pennsylvania, Hershey's. Duh. Uh, Nevada is Kit Kats. South Dakota, Milky Way. Louisiana, Payday. Minnesota, Snickers. And Wisconsin, Twix. Eight states, they love cookies. Oreos are mm-hmm. the top snack in Hawaii. New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, and Virginia. Chips Ahoy took the top spot in New York. Grandma's Cookies, those are good. Number one in Missouri. Nutter Butters, yes. Uh Number one in Kansas. Uh, Various potato chips took first in seven states. Kettle chips in Oregon. The best. Lays in West Virginia and Georgia. Pringles, which Ravy hates, in Indiana and (laughs) Iowa. I like Pringles. They're not my favorite. Do you like chip. the Baconator Pringles? We just yeah. What do you think of those? Yeah. I did not try them because they smelled like dog. Food. They're not. Good. <laughs> they stink. They because the reviews of those stink. were pretty good. They're like when we heard about taste. them. Yeah. I don't hate it. Um, there's no bacon. Absolutely zero bacon flavor. Like Menace came begging for gum yesterday. He's like, I can't get the taste <laughs> of these Baconator yeah. Pringles out of my mouth. Yeah, the aftertaste was. It's weird. kind of. Yeah. It's kind of. It doesn't get any of the taste it's going for. No. no. It's just a mix. It's a yeah, mash of Pringles Baconator chips. Still eat it. That's a never again. Chip. Uh, see, ruff, <laughs> ruffles in Alabama mm. and salt and vinegar chips in South Carolina. Mm. Yuck. Those are good. Why is Hawaii's salt and vinegar? Why is Hawaii's cookie the Oreo when they have the Honolulu cookie company, man? Am I right? Oh my God. What so the hell's good. wrong with you, Hawaii? Uh, that that needs to be available they, more places. It doesn't mean they, they both can't be good. Well, I'm just saying favorite. Hawaii right. cookie company is so superior to an Oreo. No. It's not even yeah, about, no, they're both good, but I take Dude, the Oreo. But they're like seven hundred dollars per cookie. Right? Well, that's because you know you're on the island. Cookie, because yeah. they use triple the butter. That's why it's so good. <laughs> so unassuming looking, like oh, just a little shortbread mm. piece of crap. No, yeah. I'll eat nine hundred. Oh no, <laughs> Mister. Uh, a few more snacks. They got uh, more than one state. Fritos number one in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Kentucky and Nebraska. Cheez-Its in Arizona and Washington. Oh, I hate those. Greg hates those. Yeah, Cheez-Its. I hate them. Ritz crackers. Chemical Itz. Ritz Ritz. crackers. Ritz are the best. Yep, they came in first in Maine and Rhode Island. Michigan and Oklahoma, they love Sour Patch Kids. Mm. Starburst snagged the top spot in North Carolina and Idaho. I'm sorry, Ohio. And uh, finally, the lamest snacks on the list. Wyoming and North Dakota are both obsessed with sunflower seeds. That's junk food? Is that even a junk food? And granola bars are number one in Alaska. You get barbecue Hmm. ones. They're flavored ones. Them ranch joints. (laughs) (laughs) Them ranch sunflower seeds? Them sunflower seeds. Yeah, them ranch joints. You never had those? No. Oh, because she never played baseball. Yeah. No, sunflower (laughs) seeds are just more work. Like, you uh, have to shell oh, them, the right? Ones, yeah. No, you, yeah. you, you, you put, put them in your, in your mouth, mouth and you, and you crack, crack them, them and crack yeah. them yeah. and you spit the, yeah. the shells. Right. Sounds fun. And get everywhere. No, it's and it's all not. Nasty. Sounds like a lot of work for nothing. Go to <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty Little much. league. It's more uh, you know. It's more about sucking the flavoring off the, the shell yeah, the salt. than actually eating it. Yeah. I forget, Ravy. What, uh, what don't you like about Pringles? Uh, look, as a connoisseur of chips... Love chips. Mm, I wouldn't say you're a connoisseur because no. your favorite is Lay's. So. Yeah. I do love Lay's. It's just argument. like a like regular trash. potato chip because they're the greasiest. That's why. Um, Pringles are just right, very low on the list. 
They're very dry. Not I would never not buy greasy. Pringles ever. But once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah. Uh, I could stop. It's the law. <laughs> I right. didn't even want to pop those Baconators. <laughs> For some of the uh, Woody Show states that uh, didn't come up on their list, because they didn't get more than, you know, maybe one or two. But uh, in California, Cheetos. Hey, oh, yeah. oh, Love Cheetos. Yep. F those things up. Cheetos <laughs> is number one. Uh, and then in Texas, Funyuns. What? I forget about Funyuns. Funyuns. Yeah. Yeah, I forget about them. They're so 80s. That's yeah. right. Uh, we already talked about Oregon. And then Washington State, Cheez-Its. Yep. Bull. <laughs> what? Bull. Oh. Greg, Greg hates Cheez-Its. Hate he them. thinks those are chemically. They're Weird. pure chemical. It, nah. Why cheese is in their title, I will never know. <laughs> oh, they're cheesy. So the gross. I think Greg may just have like a genetic deficiency. <laughs> like Menace has with, uh, you know, cilantro. cilantro. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, soap. But that is, uh, that is something, That's though. That's a legit thing. Yeah. Like people, they either dig cilantro or they say it tastes like, like soap. a soap. Maybe or shampoo. Common, may, yeah. Maybe you're yeah. right. Maybe it's undiagnosed and great. Maybe you're right. It ruins the it sandwich. It tastes like chemicals and or like almost soapy. You know, it's mm-hmm. weird. Like when something tastes the way it's, you know, something else smells. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like like the other day I uh, picked up my iced tea like I do every day from the uh, 7-Eleven and I took a sip of it. And I'm like, man, this tastes like Band-Aids. Now, maybe they <laughs> marinated it or oh, somebody Band-Aids. dropped their Band-Aid in yeah, there. But people smells. are like, well, how do you know what a Band-Aid tastes like? That's because point. It, it tastes... Like it tastes like it smells. I don't know how else to describe it. Which makes yeah. sense. Did you throw it away? Yeah. Thank goodness. I think a lot of that's they just don't clean the thing properly. So yeah. yeah. So this morning I went in and I said, "Hey man, what's with the tea yesterday? That yeah, was, it was funky. It was all bad. Like Strained through a tampon or <laughs> whatever." And they go, "Oh yeah, he forgot to clean the filter." Oh yeah. Oh, he... So it's like it's just like good. putting like fresh coffee grounds Ugh. on top of the old coffee grounds. Mm, yuck. Like man. Gosh darn it. How hard is your job, man? <laughs> yeah. And that was the other guy. The guy today, was, he was the good one. But. Oh, okay. Good. Anyway, yeah. Happy uh, National Junk Food Day. Hey-o. Enjoy, everybody. Yeah. Celebrate uh, appropriately. Uh, we're going to take a break. we got some more Woody Show for you next. Hang on. This, this, this is the Woody Show. And we are into another new hour of insensitivity training for a politically correct world. We are the Woody Show. Thank you for being here and making the wise decision to join fun. My name is Woody. That is Greg Gorey. Hi, Woody. There's Menace. He's our social media director. What is up, Woody? At The Woody Show on Instagram and Twitter or on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Woody Show. There's Ravy right there. Hello there. We've got Seabass and we got oh, fake yeah. news.cameron. Boy, Woody. Phones are open at 1-800-782-7987. You can also send us a text over to 22987. Hit us up on Yappa. That's another way to engage with the show. Uh, just go to messagewoody.com. We're uh, allowing people uh, a week or two here just to kind of get familiar with it. And we're getting familiar with it on this end. And then uh, as we move forward, we're going to be using this more and more. Because uh, people have really been embracing it. They seem to dig it. Even Aunt Chrissy's trying to use it. I yeah. know. Look at her. Wow. Like, we brought that up before. <laughs> I mean, when you, look, when Aunt Chrissy is trying to oh my God. Uh, you know, pick up on some technology. It's like hell frozen. You know it's exciting. (laughs) You know you've hit critical mass. Uh Uh-huh. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so this hour, the ice cream taste test. Boing. All right, so we had some food news last week, and there was a story about Briars, which uh, Menace called trash. Yep. Now, I called the Stouffer's lasagna trash. Ravy called... Skippy. Skippy peanut butter (laughs) trash, and then... You realize you loved them. Yeah. And then uh, Menace says that Briars is trash. He calls it chalky, like grainy. Chalky. Yeah. 
And so uh, we're going to give him the ice cream taste test. Now, we're all going to have to do it, too. I don't think Ray oh, is doing it. I'm not doing it. Come on, Ray. Ice cream's too much for me. It's too crazy. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want to join fun. I've seen Ravy after she's had dairy. Uh-huh. And she does. She almost goes into a fetal position. Really? Oh, yeah. That painful. Yeah. But it's worth the pain. It's so delicious. I don't Ice think cream that is so it is. Good. Oh, it is. <laughs> you got to push through. Did you get your magic shell, Greg? Uh, I forgot to go look at our magic shell buffet. I'll we do. do. We have a whole bunch of them in the office. Magic there's some shell bizarre flavor. Yeah. Oh, there's weird flavors. But they're in there. years old. That's. I don't know. That's I don't all Greg. But it's all chemical. It's just sugar. Fine. <laughs> They've been trash. It's fine. <laughs> I don't believe in expiration date. They're probably at least three That's years right, old. That's right. He least. doesn't, especially on medicine. Oh, yeah. When's this medicine expire? 2016? It's yeah. all good. It's like oh, a, but I still have that? a headache two hours <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> now, this past Sunday, Greg, I'm sure since you were such a big ice cream fan, you were aware that it was National Ice Cream Day. I celebrated. Mm-hmm. Which was not to be confused with the other National Ice Cream Day, which is in December. You need two days for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or 200. National Ice Cream Cone Day. That's September. Okay. Or National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. That's in June. Okay. So there's plenty of opportunities <laughs> wow. to celebrate. It's almost as if these are all arbitrary. Weird. Yeah. I mean, everybody loves ice cream. Right. Uh, only 3% of Americans are like Ravy, so they don't eat ice cream. Weird. And more than 90% of us have a favorite flavor. Like some people just eat whatever, but uh, I mean, how do you not have a favorite flavor? Uh, the 10 most popular flavors are chocolate, vanilla, Strawberry. So one, two, three. But chocolate is seventeen percent of the total vote, whereas third place strawberry has eight percent. So okay. Uh, mint chocolate chip, which is my mm. personal favorite. Right. Very good. Now is it butter pecan or butter pecan? What do you say? I pecan, say pecan. butter pecan. But I say butter pecan as well. Pecan. 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 Eight uh, percent cookie dough. Another I delicious. Love one. it. I love that one. Uh, cookies and cream. Mm. Rocky Road. Coffee. Yum. And mm. chocolate chip. Coffee ice cream with magic shell. No, they don't have oh, mine yeah. Chocolate peanut butter. Oh, yeah. Now, Greg so says good. his favorite is just straight up vanilla. Vanilla is my all-time favorite Driven. flavor, yeah. But it's so boring. I love yeah. it. I know, but like, it's not boring. But it's why not? creamy and yummy. Okay, but like, why not have like a ba- like a good vanilla base? Right. Like find uh-huh. your favorite vanilla, Put some stick with that brand, and then right. find one of the other flavors where the vanilla is the base. Then you have like... Look, I'll eat man, it all. That's another level. I'll eat insect ice cream. It's. You I just, would not uh, eat uh, insect okay. ice cream. Uh, I, was, I was being well, hyperbolic. Nope, See, nope, Matt wrote nope, that down. Nope. I was being right, hyperbolic. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Okay. But I yeah. love the way I hate bugs is how, is and cream. how yep. much I love ice cream. I'm sure there's a cricket ice cream yep, out there. Sure yep. is. Uh, the survey also found the most popular toppings are hot fudge, oh, yeah. mm. caramel, and sprinkles. Mm. Mm. Sprinkles. sprinkles. Yeah, which in some areas of the country they call them Jimmy's. 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 That's what I call them. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy's. People not yeah. have Love the internet. That. Give me yes. some Jimmy's up on that. Some Jimmy's. That was and my no, favorite. We did not have the internet when I referred to Jimmy's. Right, me too. <laughs> I'll get Jim's a vanilla cone. Jimmy's on that. <laughs> vanilla with Jimmy's. Give me some Jimmy's. Chocolate want, Jimmy's. I like that better. You want uh, condom flavored? Uh, condom flavored. I think you just yeah. petered out on that one. <laughs> uh, no. Petering menace. Cup or a cone? Cup. Cup. Yeah, I go with the cup as well. Cup. Cone. Cone? Now, what kind sugar of cone? cone? Oh, sugar cone? Yep. Either sugar, wafer, mm. or waffle. waffle. That waffle joint, though. <laughs> I will go waffle cone on occasion. Oh, if you get a fresh made yeah. waffle cone where it's not going to be all crackly, crackly mm, and crumbly. Yeah. Right. If you're on the boardwalk, yeah. you get a waffle Ow. cone. <laughs> <laughs> so, Seabass, uh, when we come back from the break, we'll get into the uh, the taste testing. Oh, good. And so we have what? Four? Yeah, we got the dryers, we got the briars. And okay. then for a, uh, just to kind of establish, we got a store brand, 
and then the fancy Hagen Dazs, which by the way I looked, yeah. it, I looked it up. Hagen Dazs, not from Europe. They just thought it would sound fancy. Oh, right, exactly. Well, yeah. Great marketing. Yeah, <laughs> it so, works. The reason we went with Briars because that's the one that uh, Mana said was trash. The reason we went with Dryers because he said that's the one that he prefers. Over Dryers, Briars. known as Edies in certain parts of the country. I think it's just you know depending on where you are. It's no. weird because they were the Dryers and Edies. Uh, looked that up too. That was a candy maker and an ice cream maker in the San Francisco Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then they got together. They collabed for a while. Then they broke apart for a while. And now that's why we have these two different uh, names, okay. sort of the same thing. And then store brand, and then mm-hmm. Hagen Dazs. And there was one time I bought that ripoff brand where it wasn't until I got home I realized this isn't Dryers; it was Dryels. <laughs> no Dryels. <laughs> like no wonder it was so cheap. Yeah. All right, so the uh, the great ice cream taste test will mm. Menace be able to figure it out? Which one is the trash Briars? According yeah. to his, according which to his establishment, which one's yeah. straight two up chalk? Uh, some of the store brands are really good. Let's well, so find out with peanut butter. Yeah, huh? we well, sure did. That'll be next year on the Woody Show. Hang on. See that? It's awesome. Greg Gordy's awesome. You're awesome. But you know what? I'm all in. They're back. Pretty much eight minutes. It's the Woody Show. Ah, uh, guys. It's time for the ice cream taste test. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, so we had food news. If you're just joining us, I'll recap real quickly. We did food news. There was a new flavor of Briars with a B. And Menace says that Briar's ice cream is trash. He prefers Dryer's, which in some places is Edie's, much like uh, Best Foods mayonnaise is Hellman's in other parts of the country. Right. Same thing, though. Well, Carl Jr. uh, is Hardee's. Yep. Exactly. Weird. Exactly. Anyway, uh, so we have four different ice creams that uh, Seabass has brought in. We wheeled a full-on freezer in here. Mm, It's huge. The uh, sample's (laughs) all loaded up. So uh, Menace is going to be trying Briar's, Dryer's, a store brand, and then Hagen Dazs. He's gonna Sweet. he's yeah. gonna power rank them for us, and we're gonna see how he really feels about Briars. He says that it's chalky or grainy. Mm-hmm. He has said. Now some are saying that Menace yeah. is an evil genius, and next time he'll just say, "Oh yeah, KFC and Popeyes are both trash. I hate right. those." <laughs> no. yeah, just so we get a taste yeah. test. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think yeah. lobster is trash. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have uh, <laughs> we have the four different ice creams, and uh, Seabass right. is going to the freezer right now. And uh, so what you guys are gonna do? Is you're just gonna Sample try one. these, yeah, and then you're just gonna rank them uh, from your favorite to your least favorite. All right, all right, and then uh, and then we'll go through results. I really want Menace in his trained palate <laughs> to try to figure out what is what, what is what. They're all vanilla, all vanilla. Now, is it vin- just vanilla? It's not French vanilla. I, I, vanilla I, bean. I tried as best I could to get the most plain, like not like home style, okay. yeah, yeah, as okay. I could. Hmm. Yeah, try to keep everything like on par with you. Right. Right. Mm. All right, this is uh, sample lovely. number one. Mm. Greg's right. When you have without without you no know, caramel and fudge and stuff, you just let the true flavors breathe. Let the cream just envelop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. So delightful. Okay. It's a very very middle of the road to me. Yeah. Whatever. All right. That's uh, sample number one. Oh, I yeah. see. Ravy is doing the honors. Thank you, Rave. Well, because oh, you can't have dairy. You can't have dairy. Yeah, I'm not eating it, so I might as well. What would happen if you it? took a bite? Nothing. Nothing. All right. Me Are we on to color. number two? Yep, number two. Okay. Number two, darker overall color, a little more tan as opposed Agreed. to white. Uh oh. Maybe dropping spoons. Well, I'm thrown off by this one a little bit. Me too. Oh, what? What is that? Mm. It's huh. thicker, it seems. A little bit. But I would say maybe creamy. Not as sweet. More, more buttery than sweet. Yeah. More buttery. Yeah. Yeah. That butter, though. I'm going to need two more <laughs> scoops just to really make sure. <laughs> <You got it. laughs> 
I would say not as much vanilla presence either. Mm -hmm. the, the butter and the creaminess kind of takes over our number two. Oddly, number two almost needs like a hint of salt or something. Yeah, because I think the vanilla isn't in there as much. Right. Yeah. It's, less, it's less flavor kind of busting through right. that. Now, Greg, uh, you don't have anything to put on the ice cream. Menace, you're not no. putting anything on the ice no, cream. I know no. you went down to the break room and you bought a bunch of candy. Yeah, that's for, for later. Right. That's for later. <laughs> that's for later. Yeah, we got yeah. lots more. No, they're all un untainted with toppings. Okay. Uh, Menace says he is making notes over mm. there. Greg, are you on to uh, sample number three? Yes. Number three, very white. No sign of, like, vanilla fleck mm -hmm. at all. Very little mm. flavor. Really? I think three has a lot of flavor. Huh? You think? Uh, by, uh, mm. <laughs> Man, it's just shoveling. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants to, yeah. It's not just one spoonful. It's, I would mm. say this is about a, a half a scoop mm. that we have for each one. I'm with Cameron. I, I don't really get a lot not of vanilla out of this. Yeah. Really? Especially compared to number one. Number one was very vanilla -y. Now, uh, sample number four definitely has more of like a... Uh, um, Oh, like a peachy color to it. Right. Oh, yeah. And it looks more whipped almost. Yeah. Or churned, I guess. Yeah, number four looks like something you'd see on the packaging. Like it has nice crevices in the ice cream. Yeah, very, very uh, hmm. what's visually the appealing. Texture? Oh, visually appealing. I'm like, yeah. what's the difference? It has a crevice. No, yeah, sure. it, it, it looks very nice. Much, much uh, orangier. I think it's I got to figure it out. Oh, my God. Do you... Uh, oh, yeah, I like that. You think that. you can name what they are? Yeah, I think so. I think really? maybe. It's yeah. mega creamy. I've eaten a lot of ice cream in my time, right? Okay. <laughs> like a lot. Oh, That'll yeah. be incredible Greg if were, you can really brand it. Greg and I were uh, talking about this. We could eat, like, if you're hungry and oh you eat God. ice cream. It doesn't fill you up. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. I could eat. It's like when they go, oh, when you're hungry... Have a snack. Have five almonds. Like, right. what Ooh, does that right. do? It makes no. you so full. Yeah, right? Dumb full. Like, I don't know. Like, I could ice eat. cream is bottomless. Like, you have to tell yourself to Absolutely stop. Absolutely bottomless. Because right. you could eat the entire whatever container. Half gallon? When you, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, I like could eat when you go to the ice cream parlor and they have them in those giant cardboard like cylinders. This, right, they right. Call, like the, <laughs> I can eat the whole thing. Yeah, Easily. If they have an option for the ice cream, where do you like uh, one scoop, two, scoop, two scoops? 4,000. Or the kitchen sink, mm -hmm. where they bring it to you and it looks like a little sink. Yep. I did do that at Disney. You really? eat your own sink? Yeah, I can do that. Oh, my God. Mm. I saw a man versus food. He did an ice cream challenge that he couldn't finish. I'm screaming at the yeah. TV. How easy. You idiot. Adam... Richmond definitely struggled with um, the ice cream challenges. Oh. He could never finish them. Could, he barfed. Absolutely. He barfed them. Yeah. I think I could do three gallons easily. God, I love right. ice cream. I like it when it gets a little <laughs> melty. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. oh yeah. yeah, that's the best. But you have to have the patience, like mm. let it sit there like for five or ten minutes. That's difficult. Just to get yeah, like that. That is mega patient. Do you do the opposite of the menace move? Do you throw it in the microwave? No, no. Yeah, yeah, you melt a little bit. No. I have. Nope. I do that. Um. Menace, you know how they're being ranked? No. I, I <laughs> Explain that to, to Menace. I was trying to figure out which one's which. I would say, uh -huh. yeah, we'll do, see if you can do brand guess and then also preference order. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> see if you can identify what is what, and then we want your power ranking as to your favorite to your least favorite. God, ice cream is so good, you guys. Right. So, well, <laughs> is it good. really? Yeah, it's the great ice cream taste test. Now, Menace, uh, are you just going back through? Yeah. Because you don't want to waste? Or, uh, yeah, like, are you just... Uh, double test. A double, double test. test. A double test. <laughs> All right. He does look like he's taking you very seriously. 
Well, oh you my. see those guys like at um, like craft beer festivals oh, yeah. or whatever they're they judging. Take it very seriously. Looking at the legs. Yeah. yeah. Several sips, oh. really Swish, thinking about it, yeah, making get, notes. Getting their nose in the there. Head. Yep. Yeah. I keep on going back and forth between one and three on which ones they are. Which one is which? Yeah. All right. I like that. All right. So while Menace is making his last couple notes, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. Yeah. Shout out to Tillamook, by the way. Tillamook mm. makes a really good ice cream. Thank you. They yeah. make delicious cheese. They and, are, uh, and you know who makes a really good quality vanilla ice cream? It's in the middle of the chocolate, but Klondike. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, Klondike. my God. Klondike ice cream. That's why people will do anything for a Klondike. So good. <laughs> yeah. Also, those uh, those Dove ice cream bars. Oh, like, they've got yeah. some super creamy that ice cream in there. so creamy. And th- yeah. whatever they're doing with that shell. Oh, yeah. You oh, should f- just make the ice cream plain, right? And Seabass yeah. and Greg just finished. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. There's no word in the English language to describe my love for ice cream. It's <laughs> It hasn't been invented yet. Beyond ec- yeah. ecstasy. Okay. Oh. Great. Well, Menace is uh, putting the final touches on his uh, ranking and his voting over there. Uh, we're going to take the break. We'll come back. The results of the ice cream taste test. Will Menace be able to tell which one is the trash Briars, as mm. he says? <laughs> and uh, what was his favorite to least favorite? We're going to get that next here on The Woody Show. Hang on. We're back. You're welcome. Yeah, it's The Woody Show. All right, so... What I want Menace, what I want Menace to do so we can clear up so there's no confusion... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want uh, I want Menace to try to guess which is which first. All right. Okay, and then we can identify which number is which brand, and then he can go down his power ranking. List. Okay. okay. Okay, but make sure his power ranking list doesn't change once he all finds right. out what the brands are. Okay. All right. It's all written down. All right. So Menace, give your guesses. I, I I think I have a pretty good handle on it. Although I say that now, I'll screw it up. Right. Oh, totally. I don't know. But I haven't changed anything. I've left everything the same. I thought it was pretty difficult with the four ice creams in the mix. Right. Yeah. Instead of just doing, you know, dryers versus briars. But this is what I came up with. Okay. I believe number one is briars. See, that's what I put down. I put me no- too. I think, I think that's briars. Yeah, I think number one is briars. I believe number two is dryers. That's what I have. Mm-hmm. Number three is the store brand, and then number four is Hagen. That's what I have. Okay, so this is where we disagree. I think uh, Briars is number one, Dryers is number two, Hagen Dazs is number three, and the store brand is number four. Okay, oh. I was with Menaces. I think four was Hagen Dazs mm-hmm. for sure. I think. I think three might be the store brand, and I think one was Briars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez, see that. So what is going on over by uh, the fridge? Yeah, we don't don't destroy the leftover product. <laughs> yeah. M and M's dipping them. Jones and the dip back in. All right. Okay. Get so, Seabass, uh, can we get the results of which is which? Well, I think this is going to be another great example of why branding and fanciness matters over actual taste and psyche. That's the bad news. But the good news is that number one is indeed. Briar's ice cream. Hey, All right. Hey, hey, hey. Got that. All right. I'm one nice. for one. Yeah, okay. Number one. Let's see. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Now, <laughs> number two. All right. Number two. Number two is the store brand. Oh. That's that signature select, which we did for peanut butter also, which is uh, anything. Which was our number uh, one yeah. peanut butter? Underneath the Kroger umbrella, mm-hmm. Vons, uh-huh. uh, Safeway, I think, right? All right. So that's the store brand? Yes. Number two. So number mm. one was uh, Briar's. Okay. Now, the fancy one, the Hagen Dazs, was number three. Oh, wow. Really? Mm. Wow. Which I did not think was much different than number two, the no. store brand. Mm-hmm. Meaning that, yes, number four, the one you guys thought was Hagen Dazs, 
was indeed the dryers. Oh, wow. Wow. The one that had the different yeah. texture. Oh. I thought it was yeah, the, the peach color, too. Yeah. Right, more creamy, I thought. Yeah. Mm. Kind of whipped. Yeah. All right, so Menace. Yes. Now knowing which one is which, mm -hmm. your power ranking, starting with your least favorite. My least favorite was the store brand. I, okay. Wait, no, wait. Number two. Give me Damn the number. It. I'll. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus, Menace. Oh, yeah. You wrote down the number? I wrote down the okay, number. Okay, you just give me the number. What was in fourth place? Number three. Number three. That is the Haagen-Dazs. Yes. Haagen-Dazs came in last. Came in last so, place for Menace. Number three is his number four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> last place is Haagen-Dazs. Okay. All right, third place. Third place was number one. Number one, Briars. Briars. Yes. Which he said was trash. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Second place. Would be... Number four. Number four. That's the dryers. Dryers. Mm -hmm. All right. So number one was the store brand for me. Yes. Wow. That's how the yeah. peanut butter taste test wow. was. Wow. Yeah. Number you said one you was store like brand. Yeah. And Skippy that I said was trash was number two. See, people do sleep on the store brand. They do. Oh, they do. They do. A lot of things. Uh, yeah, because of branding. Yeah. It's yeah. the store brand. Oh, it can't be as good. Right. Store brands, most of the time, just as fine. Exactly. Yeah. Or it's made by the same company. Right. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, my ranking, I had the Haagen-Dazs number one. Really? I think it has the best vanilla flavor. Number three. <laughs> what? Oh, the third, number the th three. The third one, yes. Yeah, I said Haagen-Dazs is number right, one right. on my list. Number two was the store brand. Okay. I thought the store brand was very good. My least favorite was the dryers. I, 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 the, wow, really? Like, yeah, Interesting. The, the dryers to me had this weird kind of funky, not aftertaste, it had like an immediate taste. Like there was some vanilla in there, but then there was something else, like dryer sheet. Oh yeah? <laughs> yeah. They call, I think the they right call it way. dryers because there's a dryer sheet. <laughs> Maybe. In there. Yeah, there, there was just, there was something funky in there. Uh, dryers came in third for me. But uh, Haagen-Dazs was, I think, far and away. Interesting. That, huh. that was my favorite, just because of the... Um, uh, the very strong, like the vanilla was just over the top. Super okay. present. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. What about you, uh, Greg Gort? I put num my favorite was number four, which is the dryers. I would agree. That's your favorite? It, it yes. was Mine so too. creamy. Yep. The, so good. The Thank only one that you. had just speak a on su it? super thick, velvety texture. Right. It yep. was very velvety, very creamy, very a lot of flavor. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Very smooth. <clears throat> I did go over there uh, mm. into the freezer. During the commercial break, and I did see one of them was like that uh, slow churned or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Which one was that? That is the dryers. Oh, that, that is, is the dryers. Really, oh, really yeah. good. Oh, yeah. My second favorite was the briars, which I thought oh. was uh, I wrote down bright, like it had a bright yeah, flavor. Yeah, I, I got the most vanilla out of that, and it was yeah. very vanilla forward. Yes. Okay. My, uh, third place was the Hagen Dazs, although. It made my third place. I I wrote down too dry. I considered dry. that it was. I thought that was dry and chalky and milk like, not cream like. Mm. Dry? I don't know. That's kind of yeah. weird. And that's a that's a weird descriptor for. It was. Well, very, I think that's what Menace says is chalky. Right. Yeah. It's I would the say same descriptor. Ice crystal. Yeah. And I was shocked because I thought I loved Hagen Dazs, but I only it was a very close last place for the store brand. I did it based on flavor. I thought the store brand. Almost had no flavor. It was like mm. frozen milk. But okay. I would put mm -hmm. the three and two, uh, you know, basically tied for yeah. last place because flavor on the Haagen Dazs was just dry. See, it's yeah. never it's never like ice crystals. I think there because there are some ice creams, uh, especially the vanilla or like a French vanilla, where you can almost get like the grains of the sugar. You like you, you know how like maybe um, yeah, like it, you could still. 
You can still make out the texture of the sugar in there. I mean, I'll eat But it. I totally oh, understand well, yeah. Menace's criticism <laughs> yeah. now about chalkiness. That was the yeah. Haagen-Dazs yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. No creaminess. Uh, Seabass, what do you got? Uh, mostly the same as Greg's. My number one was the dryer. It's just, oh, yeah. So good. So pooey yeah. and soft. I had the store brand and the Haagen-Dazs, like 2A and 2B. Just kind of both mm-hmm. like good, super creamy, not very flavor forward, as Greg was saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, the, the Briars, the most flavor forward, but I didn't like the texture as much. Mm-hmm. More Chalky toward that, right? <laughs> toward that crystally side. So yeah, that's. But again, I'll eat it. <laughs> like, well, I'm glad you guys are all liking the one I like the least. That just I means there's more than so one that I like. So weird. Yeah. That is where did but you them put Briars? That that's number two. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Uh, fake news. Cameron. Dryers was my favorite. It was like the softest. That's what Greg's been saying. Right. Yeah. So creamy. So and that's flavor. what you're looking for in your ice cream. Pillowy soft. Pillowy soft. Smooth. Well, you know what? Okay. Also, the, I think maybe the reason that you uh, that you uh, got the softness was because that had been out the long. It was number four. Uh, it's all, I ate them pretty so fast. It, though. it sat for like a minute or that's two not before true. you got no. them. No, no. they were all no. That's a total lie. Because I was, <laughs> oh, yeah, he, I was dispensing. Okay, and they were, all, and they were all in the freezer yeah. the entire time yeah. right. prior to that. Okay, all right. All right. To me, the I'm trying key to slander dryers. The key word is cream. Ice <laughs> yeah. cream. Yes, dryers was creamy. Yeah, uh, yeah. not ice. And Haagen Dazs was not. Mm. No, yeah. shockingly. Uh, text coming over. Of course, the slow churned is creamier. That's not even equal footing. Well, then then they should all do slow churned. What, what, yeah. what do you want to say about that? It tastes the best. Yeah. What do you didn't get slow churned as your number one? Yeah. No. No. It's just depending on the palate. Yeah. All right. 66. So you have what? You had dryers, dryers number, number one, one. Briars number two. Store brand and Haagen Dazs. Kind of like what Greg said on equal footing at last. Yeah. I was I, not a big fan of either of those. Just going straight up on taste, anyways. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. uh, agree with Cameron something he said. I don't even think it was even on the air, but he said like the little specks of the vanilla bean in there are more appealing. Yeah. Like the ones that you can actually see, like the little like, it looks know, more black nasty. specks. Like, yeah. It's fancy. Mm-hmm. It, it is, is fancy. fancy. Was that your number one, the one with the specs? Was it Dryers that no, had the specs? No, Dryers was went, speckless. If yeah. it had specs, oh my God. Briars was with the specs. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's Briars had specs, and then another one had specs. Yeah. Right. What was uh, the other one? It wasn't the Dryers. Was it the Haagen-Dazs? Uh, I think it was the uh, Store yeah. Speckier. Store brand? <laughs> Speckier. Speckier. Haagen-Dazs had specs and Briars had specs. Yeah. The store brand had mad specs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do you got over there? The fixings that you bought, Menace? You bought uh, M&M's. Uh, I have M&M's and then peanut butter M&M's. Okay. I wish I had Reese's. That'd be dope, but <laughs> none in the building. All right, we're dry on the Reese's. Yeah. What? Peanut butter M&M's and Reese's, aren't they That's not the same negligible? peanut butter? Yeah, the, the peanut, peanut butter is different. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so you're going to go with dryers and then the, what, peanut butter M&M's? Of course, yes. Okay, that does sound good. Are you of course, that? I'm not insane. Yeah. Now you're going to crunch them up a little bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what my go-to ice cream is right now, and I, I think I've mentioned this, is the uh, the Tonight Dough. Ben oh, yep. Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. Been meaning to try that. Now, does Ben and Jerry's, Ben and Jerry's doesn't make like just a chocolate and a oh, vanilla. Just like a plain. Oh. <laughs> Do they? Let's <laughs> drop the ice cream on the floor. Oh, <laughs> can't do that. Don't do that, Tom. Yeah. But they don't make like just a regular vanilla. I don't think uh, so. Regular they chocolate. probably do, don't think you think? So. Ben and Jerry vanilla. I don't, I don't think, think I've so. ever seen that flavor available at the store like that. Isn't it weird how kids like bubblegum ice cream? Yeah, they have a plain uh, vanilla. Like cotton kid, candy. I, even right. as a kid, I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, that's what my daughter will order. I think she orders based on color. Right. It's, oh, yeah? Yeah. I always thought of bubblegum ice cream is having like pits like why would you want to right. buy grapes that have seeds yeah. why would you want ice cream that you have to go pff, pff, 
we uh, we Gross. went out to a, we went out to an ice cream place when we were visiting my dad, and she ordered a uh, milkshake, and the ice cream she chose for the milkshake was bubble gum, <laughs> and it was bubble gum ice cream. Little girls milk, love that stuff in milkshake form, oh. and it, like all that like, sounds terrible, dude. Looking at it gave me a stomach. Was it pink? Oh yeah, frothy mess. Sounds everything. Awful. My niece would order yeah. cotton candy. Everything. Ugh. Right. Ugh. Cotton uh, candy cake, yuck. ice cream. I blame unicorns. Hey, Woody, yeah. I tried the Target peanut butter fudge that you recommended. So good. Yep, that's another one. You know who has a great ice the cream? Peanut butter fudge. It's the, uh, what do they call that? Uh, pantry. Oh, Pantry Select? Or market no. Pantry? Market, market Pantry. Market Pantry. Yeah. Hey, man, it's past yeah. them uh, them Reese's over here. Yeah. Yeah. Market Pantry. Yeah. Shout out to Blue Bunny. Mm. Get them yeah. mixins over there. <laughs> And Bad Bunny. Shout out oh, to man. Coffee Blast from Trader Joe's. Coffee yeah. Blast. That Talk about great. smooth. Yeah. Uh, well, there's your uh, ice cream taste test. <laughs> the mixins, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the mixins. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. 1 800 782 7987 is the phone number. You can send us a text over to 2297. You're so fat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the microphones aren't even off, and Menace is I, silent over there. He, we lost them. We lost them like five minutes ago. You had to be patient just waiting through a commercial break. I'm eating breakfast. Badass. The Woody Show. And we just so happen to have some leftover peanut butter <laughs> from the peanut from the butter, peanut taste, butter yeah. taste test. Right. Peanut butter taste test. So I just put that in a cup, <laughs> threw it in the microwave. It's right, right. there, man. Yeah, just drizzle that bitch all over the. Yeah. Oh, look at that Watch slow that. pour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's your breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream with melted peanut butter. It's sexual. <laughs> it is sexual. Oh, oh God, that's so good. good. Uh, that looks tasty. All right, let's get a quick look here good. at the traffic. Mm. It's Tuesday be. morning. So, yeah, <laughs> peanut butter is good for you. It is. Yeah. It's protein, it's right? just yeah. dumb amounts of protein and nothing else. <laughs> 7.58, <laughs> Greg Gore is coming at you. And traffic is sponsored by Southern California Edison. we got a bunch of problems in the city of industry. A crash with the bobtail truck south 605 right after Peck Road. That is still over on the right-hand shoulder, but there is spilled gravel in the lanes, and people are swerving to avoid that gravel, and now you have slow traffic from Valley Boulevard. That's, That's how good is that? Uh, delicious. <laughs> Look, and you're right. It just becomes a shell as well. Mm. It's oh, magic peanut butter shell, Greg. Mm. It's delicious science. Get up on this. In uh, Chino. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Let me finish this and yeah, then I'll Greg. get up on then that. Then you'll get up <laughs> yeah. on it? Excellent. Yeah, get up. Greg, get up on it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you waiting for, Greg? Yeah. Just get up on it. <laughs> The traffic stuff. Come on, just traffic get up on it. Traffic get up on it. The eastbound 60 right before Central. Traffic sucks, we get it. You get the tr- uh, two right lanes blocked <laughs> with an injury crash and placentia. Okay, but there's melted peanut butter. On the oh, shoulder. Yeah. And you South. need to get up on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, screw it. South 57 before Orange Star for crash. Your monthly bill shouldn't be a source of stress. <laughs> If you or someone you know is is struggling struggling financially, SCE can help with a variety of bill assistance programs. That's great. That's really nice. Learn more at sce.com slash billhelp. Heading over there right now. Cool, and I probably have to pay for that. (laughs) Gregory, that's your Alt 98.7 traffic. All right, thank you very much, Gregory. Get up on it. Get (laughs) up on it. Get up for breakfast. <laughs> Ice cream and <laughs> healthy breakfast. Get up on it. Get up on it. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, God. The, the look on Madison's face, like his eyeballs were practically popping out as yeah. he was pouring <laughs> this, this smooth peanut butter. I feel like you're on another planet right now. Yeah. You, we just lost him. Because like, he got a long up on time. it. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, are you going to get up on it? Get up on <laughs> it. Come on, Greg. Come on, get up, up on, on it. it. Join me up here. In all honesty, I've never done this at home where I put the peanut mm. butter in the microwave. Mm hmm. <laughs> I love peanut butter on top of ice cream or peanut butter in ice cream. I've never done this before. This may be my new go-to. Mm, really? Yeah. He's gotten up on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up on it. Look at yeah. him on it. Great, He's get up gotten on it. up on it. Well, what was it the whole jar of peanut butter, half a jar? Mm. And how much time in the microwave yeah. are we talking? A it minute? Like, it was like yeah. two big spoonfuls that okay. I put into the cup. Right. What's the recipe? <laughs> and then I put it in there for 45 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. And, and, that and was then it. he got up on it. <laughs> no, the peanut butter got up on the ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> up on that joint. Yep. And now mm. Winnie's wiener is getting up on it. <laughs> <laughs> on the radar. On the radar. On the radar. The latest in entertainment and sports, according to Ravy. So last week we got that update from Alex Trebek, that little video where he said he's continuing his cancer treatment. Uh There's good days and bad days, but overall he's doing well and that his numbers are down. And he said he's doing uh, intros for these classic Jeopardy episodes that are now airing in syndication. Well, in addition to that video, he did a more in-depth interview with the New York Times. And he did say if this current round of chemo doesn't work, this is is it. It's the last time he's not doing it again. I support that. A lot of people make that decision. For sure. Uh, He said he's working on balancing his quality of life against just letting go. Wow. So that's his headspace right now. He said there comes a time when you have to make a decision whether or not you want to continue with such a low quality of life or whether you just want to ease yourself into the next level. (laughs) So. He said doesn't bother him in the least. He's not giving up. He's just being pragmatic about his situation. If the chemo's not working, mm-hmm. why put yourself and your body That's through true. that over That's and over? True. Then what do you do? You just like do ecstasy and <laughs> Well, travel. look, I don't know that you, <laughs> travel. you travel. I think, you know, spend time with his wife and, you know, yeah. his family. Mm-hmm. He's uh, 79, still going to host Jeopardy until he, quotes starts slipping. And if he starts slipping, then he's going to be done with that as well. Netflix did something unprecedented last week. I've never heard of a streaming service doing this, but they sent this letter to investors and they said they're going to stop billing customers whose accounts have been inactive for too long. So if you're signed up and you're paying, but you haven't logged on for a year Uh or two... They're going to stop billing you. Well, that's that's cool. the whole idea behind a subscription service is like you sign up and forget. <laughs> <laughs> Completely forget. Like yeah. places like gyms count on that crap. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you sign up, uh-huh. your money comes out of your account every yeah, week and yeah. you never go. That's yeah, bizarre. you make money for providing nothing. No yeah. service, no product, uh-huh. nothing. No. Uh, Netflix says, yes, our revenue is going to take a slight hit, but that most of their 170 million plus subscribers still use it. But there are those accounts in there that for whatever reason yeah, people you're are just paying for it. Your 10 bucks comes out every month and you haven't logged on That's so crazy. Uh, Netflix said it's part of their brand now where they want to be known as putting customers first and that they feel it's the right thing to do uh, even though they say canceling Netflix is probably one of the easiest things that you can cancel. It's they said it's mm-hmm. just two clicks. 
Wow. I've had something I've wanted to cancel for forever. I can't remember what it is now, but uh-huh. it's a phone call. Uh, and that's really? why I haven't done it yeah. yet. Like every time I think about canceling it and the email comes, oh, you've paid <sighs> 10 bucks for whatever it is. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I got to cancel yeah. that. And then oh, yeah, I click on canceling <laughs> it and it's a phone call. And some places make it really difficult. Like my wife, oh. uh, we got stuff at the house now that she's working mm-hmm. out there. Doesn't have to go to the gym. She went to go cancel her gym membership. Uh, you can't do that over the phone. You have to go to this location. It's not any location. It's a specific location in your uh, area. Yeah. So they made it like super, uh, dumb. super difficult. I know. There was this app service that I was trying to cancel for about four or five months until I started publicly shaming them on Twitter. Yeah. Then they let me finally cancel. Oh, wow. But I tried everything like through their support system, through email, everything, they would not cancel it. There's a gym membership that I've been considering canceling, but I haven't done it yet because it's a phone call and a letter. And a letter? (laughs) (laughs) It should be. A phone call and a letter? Oh. I know. I hear you. Dear sirs. Dear sirs. Suck it. Hi, it's Rave here. (laughs) I no longer want to use your facilities, so let me out of the deal. (laughs) Uh, SNL's head writer, Weekend Update anchor Colin Jost, just put out a new memoir with a great title, Very Punchable Face. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So some fun facts that people have gleaned from this memoir include Colin, for whatever reason, averages a pants pooping episode once a year. What? Like, I don't know. He's at a party. He gets too drunk or whatever, and he craps himself. Or he's got, like, bubble guts, but he can't get off set, and so... (laughs) What he wow. thinks is a fart ends up as a shart. Kind of thing. himself. Like, you, all right. You kind of keep that to yourself. Yeah. I know. And I think Menace is right. This is way more common than we are willing to admit. And it takes someone brave like Colin Jost oh, to yeah? finally step mm-hmm. out in public and say yes. Just keeping it to themselves. <laughs> yeah. And then we, what? We pooping out here. I mean, is, what do you do uh, with that? <laughs> yeah. What do you do with that information? Uh, you know, you, you what do you do? Provide well, facilities. It's relatable, I guess. If it happens to so many people, it's relatable. <laughs> like, are you carrying pants? Oh, you crap yourself too? Oh, me too. At least once a year. Yeah. See, it makes you more human. Exactly. Let's uh, check the numbers on that. Uh, he also said Jim Carrey pooped his pants in an SNL sketch in 2011. Everybody at SNL needs diapers, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Uh, apparently, like Jim Carrey yelled really loud during the sketch, and it was a yelling poop sitch. Oh my God. <laughs> Colin Jost rode crew with the Winklevoss twins at Harvard, and just because he knew them, he was one of the first 100 people on Facebook. Lucky. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Buffett saved his life while they were surfing at St. Bart's. Apparently, Joe's got pinned against some rocks and, like, he couldn't get out of his leash. Mm-hmm. And so he just waves were crashing over him, crashing over him. And Jimmy Buffett came over, had surfs with a knife as a <laughs> just in case. Yeah. And cut Colin Joe's <laughs> leash. All right. Saved him. Uh, he said that he and Scar Joe are planning to have a baby and that some Saturdays he just wakes up and wishes there was a baby in the house. Okay, so he can <laughs> lock that down for life. <laughs> I have dreams like that, except it's the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> no <Yeah>. baby. <laughs> and Joe says that Lorne Michaels does come into work at SNL every day, but never before four o'clock. And our good friends over at Box Lunch, they've teamed up with Marvel for a brand new collection of stuff, the Marvel Eat the Universe collection. So it's a lot of kitchen stuff. 
Uh, 43 items in all, including a bunch of branded slow cookers, an Iron Man waffle maker, plates and aprons. There's an exclusive Funko with Spider-Man in an I Love Pie shirt, meaning pizza pie. Yeah, if you want to see what it looks like, just get some pictures of Gregory's kitchen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> They'll be all on the uh, yeah. sitting on the countertop, all, oh, yeah. all out, totally displayed. Yeah. Can you get you one of these things, maybe for your birthday next year, or yeah, yeah for Christmas. Great. Mm-hmm. Yes. You'd love one of these Both. things, right, Greg? I want a yes. bulk slow cooker. All the branded Who slow cookers. Yeah. What adult doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> Can't find them. There's an I Love You 3000 shirt, but okay. it's oh, with a donut in Iron Man. Oh, color, nice. You see uh, I personally like the oven mitt and apron combo, but I am a discriminating person uh-huh. like <laughs> you, Gregory. Yeah. Uh, there is a uh, celebrity chef, Justin Warner. He has this cookbook coming out next week, Marvel Eat the Universe, which has recipes inspired by all facets of Marvel and for all levels of cooking ability. Oh, heck yes. Hell yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so check that out at BoxLunch.com. I'm Ravy. That's what's on the radar. All right. Thank you very much, Ravy. It's time for your birthdays and your porno birthday. Go show it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a party like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fuck. It's like your birthday. Starting with these celebrities. Happy birthday to John Lovitz. Yeah. Okay. 63. You got Cat Stevens, who is 72. DeAndre Jordan from the Nets is 32. And Allie Landry from Baywatch and Beverly Hills 90210. She is 47. Your porno birthday today is Bella Reese. And today's birthday girl, she's been torn up more than the newspaper at the bottom of a hamster cage. Okay. All right. <laughs> In 88 adult masterpieces, including Big Butt Lesbian Club, Volume 2. She was in Big Boob Moms. Oh, Big Butts, Big, big Boobs. Butts, big Boobs, okay. yeah, exactly. She's a size queen. She was in Down the Throat. Nice. Also, Church of Bootyism, Volume okay. 2. Getting. Milf Soup, Volume 36. Close. And who could forget her unforgettable role in In My House, We Screw. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. Yep. That's, That's the rule. The Mandatory. House rules, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> Bella Reese, who is 33 years old today. And that is your porno birthdays, your celebrity birthdays, and that is a Tuesday morning look at what's on the radar. We're going to take a quick break. We've got some more Woody Show for you next. Hang on. Get your kids out from the street. Grab their nuts. Grab their d- and twist that nut. The Woody Show. Abuela wouldn't approve. The Woody Show. It is Tuesday morning. It is The Woody Show. And that's it. All right. Okay. End of the show. Time to tell you what you can find on today's podcast. If you open up the iHeartRadio app, click search and type in The Woody Show. First and foremost, thank you to our guest this morning, the one, the only, the ace man himself, Adam Carolla. Hey. Adam. Adam. Hilarious. Adam's new book is called I'm Your Emotional Support Animal, Navigating Our All-Woke, No-Joke Culture. And it is out now. You can also get the audiobook or you can get it on Kindle. Of course, check out the Adam Carolla Show wherever you get podcasts and uh, look to find him at a live show coming to a town near you. He's got some upcoming stops in Dallas, San Antonio, Tempe, Arizona, and Kansas City. Great. Oh, where excellent. the Woody Show is proud to be heard on 105.1 The X. So thank you very much to Adam Carolla. If you missed our chat, 
go back. It's on today's podcast. Also today, Tale from the Vault. Mm-hmm. Always hot. Mm-hmm. So uh, we reconnected with some old flames. Yeah, yeah I love sure it. did. Good to hear from them again. And the flames are because of all the itching, scratching, the burning that <laughs> we got yep. just uh-huh. from the conversation with them. Maybe. Also, pretty epic redneck news. Ravy told us what's on the radar in the world of entertainment and sports. Greg had the trending news headlines, that and a whole bunch more. Find it on today's podcast. Just open up the iHeartRadio app, click search, and type in The Woody Show. Tomorrow morning, our quest to find the strangest freak on the internet. It continues with some brand new nominees for The Woody Show Freak of the Week. Also going to do your Craigslist Price is Right. All that more coming up for you tomorrow here on The Woody Show. Uh, Ravy, anything else you'd like to add? You got it, Woody. You want to pile on Menace Bass? No, that is it. All right, Gregory, parting words of wisdom, please. If you're hoping to live forever, so far, so good. One day at a time, you know? You're well on your way. Uh, well, thank you very much, Gregory. Cheer, Woody. As you already know, we do appreciate you giving some of your valuable time to the Woody Show this morning. Much love for that. The rest of you guys can suck it, and we'll catch you back here tomorrow. Have a great day. SMD double M. I quit this bitch.